Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything and welcome to another episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, the only podcast I believe on YouTube that goes in-depth after every Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's episode, giving you all the analysis, all the coverage, and all the insight that you need to know. If you are enjoying Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's, this is definitely the podcast for you. And over the next hour, we are going to be discussing not only all things uh, Rook versus Araya, because that was the duel that just happened the you know sequel to the dishwasher episode between him and roman whatever you want to call it but we are going to go over all things previewing neil versus yuga maybe the most hyped duel yet coming to Yu-Gi-Oh! sevens i think it's probably comparable to yuga versus roa when they were about to duel at the end of the first arc but ladies and gentlemen next week is going to be uh, two powerhouses slugging it out, and we know in episode 23, we are getting a new mechanic, whether it's fusion, whether it's ritual, whether it's pendulum, link, uh, you know, something that we've already seen before remains to be seen. It could end up being a brand new summoning mechanic. We're going to go over what we would like to see in regards to that discussion, and again, all things Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. So thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evening, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, wherever you are in this big, beautiful world. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's here. Kate, Cal, Nick T., how you guys doing tonight? Really good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm hanging in there. Good, good. Um, we're obviously a man short. Uh, Pete was unfortunately not able to make it. He had to work tonight. Uh, he should be back on next week, which should will be, be great. great because that's yeah. about Neil Yuga. He did text me in uh, some predictions, not predictions, some insight onto what he thought about the episode. So you will be hearing from Pete virtually, at least through me. Um, so those wondering why Pete's not here, he had to work. Yeah, as it, it, it happens sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. not a big deal. Um I want to start off with a couple of things. First and foremost, um, I want to thank everyone who donated in the last Sevens Upstream. That is the way that I always start these off because I am so thankful for what you guys do for me. And this is the best way to kick these streams off. But before I get into that and before I get into the overall discussion yes. about this episode, I do want to say, uh, obviously, if you are in the United States, even if you're not in the United States, there is a massive uh, event that has been ongoing for about 24 hours now. Uh, I think it's important to be politically active, especially if you're younger, but this is not the place for politics. So uh, please, uh, if you want to talk politically, and again, it is important to be active. You know, we all voted. Right, you know, absolutely. I mean, it's very important to make your voice heard, but this is not the time or the place for that discussion. Uh, so if anyone talks anything politics-related, you probably are going to get timed out immediately. Right. So uh, please refrain from doing that in this chat. And you guys are always very nice about that. I'm sure there's people that are here that want to escape the chaos of for course. an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, there honestly, were already some people that were saying, thank yeah. God you guys are live. I needed a distraction. Yeah, we'll be the escape yeah. for we you. We will be the escape for you yes. gladly. So just wanted to put that disclaimer and, out there. And thank you guys, because this is an escape for us as well. <laughs> <It> is, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, yeah, trust me. Um, and I want to thank everyone who donated last Wednesday. Big thank you to Sean Gilbride, Xlayer64, Pat Karanjeet, Goosey Q, Nicholas Horton, Underdeal88, Jack Knight, Naoki is Soul, Ice Aiden, Rex Kentrix, Legendary Duels, Anonymous Anime Lover, Brave Bird 9, and Seriously Orion. Thank you guys so much for your amazing support last 7's Upstream. Two ways to donate, the typical super chat that is in the chat or the link in the description, uh, the PayPal link. Either way, I am super thankful and grateful for you guys, and um, thank you for continuing to make uh, these studios 
this studio uh, upgraded. Um, and what I mean by that is, watch how cool this is. And this was not a possibility until you guys uh, just showered me with love over the last year. Nick T. Cal, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know your thoughts. What were your thoughts on episode 22? Watch this. Oh, yeah. Me to start? Yeah. Are you actually going to switch it over or are you not? I, I was on the wrong thing. All right, watch this. Watch this. Yeah, hey. There we go. There we go. Uh, oh, my God. This is great. Um, Look at those two beautiful I men. Personally, um, yeah. I would say that this episode ranked for me like pretty upper middle of the you know 22 that we've gotten so far. Um, I think it was really in enjoyable. Even, it, granted, it did not contribute a lot, you know, in uh, in terms of plot. Um, not a whole lot of importance placed on the episode, but the duel, which is usually not my um, not my usual uh, focus, enjoyment of the episode. Yeah, yeah, was the enjoyment for me that that one turn that you know uh, Rook used to win just really sealed the deal in the episode for me. Um. Had a great deal of you know comedy that I really enjoyed. I mean, I, I mentioned it to Dylan um, that Ruck not only radiated like main character energy this episode, even though he's not. I I, I felt like in his head he's in an a he is in an anime. He is the protagonist. He delivers the speeches like he's a protagonist, but he's just not. Like everything just falls flat. He Every protagonist, he's the protagonist of the show, exactly, yeah. and it always falls flat, which is yeah. hilarious. It's, it's hysterical. The only thing it's that, very meta. The only thing that it is very meta. And I'm glad you used that word. The only thing that does not fall flat is his dueling ability. Exactly. I mean, once again, we see it in this episode where he, in my opinion, is the greatest duelist in this universe right now. In any universe, maybe. Uh, that, 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 that's a heavy <laughs> statement. In the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s universe, I think especially with what we know in regards to the power scaling, I think it's very hard to argue that there is a better duelist than Rook right now. Yes. Will Yuga become a better duelist than Rook? Maybe. Okay. And I think there's some people that might even argue, hey, you know what, I think Yuga is better than Rook. I, I have trouble accepting that, considering the only head-to-head -head result that happened... Rook won, Rook won, and Rook has not lost a duel yet. He's got a perfect record right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I was happy with the turnout. Dylan got me worried for a second, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we all picked Rook in the pickup. Yeah, yeah, but um, it was great. I was really enjoying, and like the the sort of gag where everyone's like, some like Roman's devil, Yuga devil, <laughs> right. Rakuta devil, but like, and I think that only serves to further complicate what the hell is going on with with the Rook with Rook's power. Yeah, we have no idea about the poly effect. Really, what's going on here? Um, but I like that. I like that it wasn't just the watch. So, mm -hmm. you know, it leaves us in a decent place. Like, even though it wasn't terribly important, it left us in exactly where we needed to be. I don't think, thank you for your analysis, I don't think I ever went into a Sevens episode with less expectations, to be yes. honest. And I usually have my expectations pretty high. I'm very easy to please. And out after the episode ended, I thought it was it was a fine episode. I thought it was, uh, it was an okay episode. Yeah. Really good for Rook, but... You know, I, at this point, especially with how this episode ended and what we know going forward, you just want to get to the meat and potatoes. Right. And, and you knew watching this episode, this was like an appetizer, as they say. And okay. You, and you knew the entree was next week's episode, which is, of course, the episode right. airing on Friday. Um, and But while this episode was going on, there were a couple things that really interested me. Sure. The poly effect was one of the more interesting things. Yes. Because of how tightly knit this show has been, it really makes me believe that there's way more to Rook than meets the eye. I think that, and not yep. him like plotting some, you know, coup or or knowing more than he leads on. I genuinely think Rook is, you know, not 
the most the smartest which person has been in the addressed. world. Yeah. yeah, and you know he knows that, and and we all know that as fans. But I think that there is something a little deeper to Rook's character that we don't know yet. In fact, he mentions it in this episode that his great-grandfather gave him the watch. We see, I don't know if it's his great-grandfather, but we see a picture. Which we've not seen before. No, well, no, no, no. Have we once seen Yeah, the picture, um, I think we saw it in episode two when he first went over the Pauly effect sure. with the older gentleman very and the monocle. Yes. And I think that character is going to have a decent role to play, especially when you start to expand Rook's character. Because, again, this show really does not leave much to the imagination. I mean, it really, that might not be the right phrase, but the show is, is so tightly written that you feel like everything that they like hint at or, you know, foreshadow, they're going to touch on at some point. Agreed. And it almost felt to me that Rook's, this is, this was interesting to me. We know the watch is made by Goha. Everything is made by Goha, as you mentioned in this universe. Did anyone else get the vibe that when Rook, who was unable to use his poly effect the entire episode, mind you. The very end of this episode, either A, and I think this is what we're supposed to believe all of a sudden, oh, it, you know, it works. He gets the poly effect under control. The way I interpreted that ending scene was that that watch was the key to unlocking that door. Doesn't he use it at least twice? But he never uses it correctly. Intentionally, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And it's, no See, one's able to use it during the duel. Sure, that's mm-hmm. fair. As, as if the watch was short-circuiting. Right. And then either but also it does seem specific to him. Right, right. Which, uh, there's something deeper there, too. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know, just based on that, it makes me think that the watch was some sort of key to get into that door in that area. That makes me think that whoever gave him that watch, we think it's his great-grandfather, might be closely related to Goha. Sure. That could also be interesting down the road. Is it Otis? I kind of see where I <laughs> could I, be Otis. You kind of see where I'm coming. I from. I see where you're going. Yeah. I not only and listen, my mind races. I kind of see where you're going with it too. Okay, yeah. So, like, without saying too much and, and going off on any crazy theory, I feel like I get a sense of where this is going. Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, makes um, you think. It does make you think. Uh, Calibro, actually, Kate, I want to go to you. What did you think of the episode? Um. I thought it was fine. Yeah, um, it didn't blow me away. I really liked uh, Rook's um, that last really long turn yes. in the duel. That Great was incredible. Turn. But Great beside turn. besides that, like up until the end when they went through the um, door, like it was it was okay. It didn't blow me away, but I I didn't hate it. Um, I would say it is above the like the dinosaur episode and like Mad Max. Yeah, Mad yeah, Max. It's definitely fair. above those. Um, I feel like what you said, like a lower mid um, in my ranking of episodes is where it kind of settles for me. Yeah. Um, Calibro, your thoughts. How's it going, buddy? (laughs) How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Okay, good. I I like the episode. I wouldn't wouldn't say it was my favorite, but I would say that it was one of my favorite turns that I have seen in terms of a just one turn in a duel. Granted, he had 13 cards to work with, but like the way Rook was able to kind of just even say like I'm gonna beat him with skill. Like they're like everyone is doubting him. They're like, "There's no way you're gonna do it. You have to draw 13 cards." And he's like, "Yeah, you thought," mm-hmm. and uses every single card in his hand to win that turn. And I think that was just like it was awesome because he's even like even. Um, Yuga says, like, oh, no, you still have to draw one card after every turn, like, you know, like normal dueling is. And I just think it's really cool that just overall, like, 
he's able to go through and the guy has what 6700 life points and still takes him out in one turn mm-hmm. it just i feel like it's nice when we get to see rook duel because of how good and skilled and serious he is because as soon as the duels end he just like he's just dumb <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he goes from, like, to be this, blunt, like yeah. I'm the best yeah. at what I'm doing to, like, not knowing the difference between left and right. Yeah, when he's not in a dueling episode, he is really the comedic purpose of the episode, one yeah. of the comedic purposes, and that comedy is always him being an idiot. Right. It's, it's kind of yeah. like... Um, like, he's not, he's not like a revolver. No, he, he, is, he is like he is I a, to playmaker. Yeah, or like a Joey Wheeler, He's but, a Joey but dumber. Yeah. Yes, yeah, which that says a lot. <laughs> uh, I believe. I believe in the beginning oh, of yes. the show, I said to you, he gave me the early Joey Wheeler vibes. Yeah, because yeah. I had only seen you know so many Dual Monsters episodes, and I said that like the way he is, and you're like, oh no, they're not going to go down that road with him. And now I feel like well. They've gone exactly down that road with him. Yeah. I mean, so far, he's a better duelist than Joey. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. At this point, how many wins did Joey have? Joey, well, Joey was was became a very solid duelist sure at the end. Yeah. Um, but at this point, he I right. would say Rook had more. I mean, Joey beat my in Duelist Kingdom. Yep. He beat Bandit Keith. But I think that was after this episode mm. marker. Um, he beat Rex Raptor. So he, he had a few wins early on. Uh, and he put up a very good fight against the Pharaoh. Some people would argue yeah. that he beat Yami Yugi in an off-screen duel at the end of season. You would argue that. One could argue. Yes, because he gets his red eyes back. Right, right. So did did he did he win and get it back as per Battle City anti-rules? Or did he lose and, and Yugi just said, ah, you can have it? Right. We don't know. We don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. Also, we'll know. it doesn't make sense for anybody else in the show to have red eyes. Other than Rook, so you think yeah. you think Rook if in anyone some gets way that. he is going to acquire this card and use it. <laughs> I don't know how. It just it I just hope you're makes right, so man. much sense. Yeah, I hope you're he's right. Li- I think he's literally the only person we've seen duel use dragons. True. Yeah, that's weird too. It is a little dragons weird. Are such dragons a are common. They're yeah. not like a, a rare thing to have. Have we never seen anyone I else? Re- use I dragons? don't remember anybody. Uh, maybe I'm just. Missing it? No, I don't think. But so. I don't I remember seeing anybody else use. We've seen dinosaurs. Yeah, we've seen dinosaurs. We've seen you know the demon guitarist. We've for seen Rome. ramen. We've seen ramen. Yeah, we've seen a lot of we've weird ramen boy. But yeah, that might be the only dragon deck we've we've seen. Yeah. yeah, like even just like dragon monster in general. Yeah, like not even like somebody having just one dragon for whatever reason they have it. Right, just right. I'm just saying. I had a thought that in supporting characters, is there an inverse relationship between intelligence and dueling ability? Um, yes. That's why Gakuto can't duel. Because he's too smart? Exactly. Mm. Rook and Joey are dumb as rocks. End up being pretty great duelists. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying in supporting characters. In supporting characters. Is there, an, is there an inverse relationship? Um... Right, sorry to interrupt you. Blue Eyes was in the first episode. Right, Blue Eyes right, was in the that, first yeah, episode. Yeah, but I don't yeah. even really That's count not a dragon that. deck. Well, yeah, like, well, it was just it's a, a dragon card. Well, it's like, that was like dragon card. to Blue Eyes, White Dragon, and then never, <laughs> yeah. no other dragons after that. And then yeah. not totally revisiting it because it yeah. got murdered. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it also got honestly, it's obliterated. It's, it's, it was such clickbait to have Blue Eyes in the first episode. It's honestly disgusting that Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s would do something like that. 
I'm kidding, by the way. Yeah, I'm, not, like, I'm not one of those <laughs> oh people. I'm, mm. I got that worried my, for a second. That was my impersonation of someone who has not watched the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime in 15 years and, and caught wind of that news. Um, you mean? And, oh, you know, the thing is, Otis will, will probably duel again at some point, I would imagine. But, you know, yeah, I guess, I guess besides Blue Eyes, Rook is the only character that's used dragon monsters. Yeah. Um, so based on that alone, you could probably make a decent case that if anyone is going to use Red Eyes, it, it would be Rook. Yeah, it's interesting. If Red Eyes is going to be in the show. So uh, there, there's a lot of weird things. Uh, overall, I just want to talk to you guys about the, this, this show right now because it's very weird to me. I can't really wrap my head around the pacing that we're about to experience in, yeah. the, in the next four episodes. Mm-hmm. So we know next week that Yuga is dueling Neil. Yugi even says at the end of this episode, this is the final confrontation. Yugi? Did I say Yugi? Yeah, you did say Yuga. Yuga, you did. Yuga. I thought I said Yuga. Yuga <laughs> dueling Ooh, Neil. Yuga. I apologize. Um, <laughs> we know that, according to Yuga, this is the final confrontation. Yes. We also b- are expecting that episode 26 is the final episode of the Maximum arc. Yes. So whatever's happening needs to conclude in the next four episodes. Right. Isn't it weird that four episodes out from episode 26, we are getting Yuga versus Neil. There, maybe if this was of Reigns, I'd say, okay, well, this is going to last four episodes. Right. If Rush Duel isn't going to last. No. Uh, Rush Duel cannot last that long. Yeah. I, I have trouble knowing how much plot and backstory they had to do with Yuga and Roa in two episodes to get it to two episodes. Right. I have trouble believing that a Rush Duel is going to be able to, to last three episodes. Yeah, no, two let is alone the max. Four. Two feels like the max. So so what's going to happen here? I mean, like, wh- where, where do we go from here? Yeah, it's, it's weird because it also, like, on a, a similar note, um, we are entering this duel between Yuga and Neil with w- one solitary loss with as one opposed loss. to the six that um, Neil had set as a stipulation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting because you, you would think that's where you have five losses. We're going in. You go loot. It's, you know, an all or nothing kind of match. Mm-hmm. One loss. It, it's weird. It is. And what's also weird is this duel just feels, I don't know, it feels like the season is not actually ending after episode 26. And we believe that because that's when the DVD right. has it listed as ending. But, like, there just seems to be, like, this looming idea of what was supposed to happen. Because when they showed all of the other characters get these penalties, you would expect that Bakaro, right. the journalist guy, yes. and Khan, the dinosaur guy, would, would be dueling. Lo- yes, and probably both get losses. Right, and remember, Gakuto and Roman have these new aces that they have been advertising on the commercials for Yu-Gi-Oh! Seven no for months. Yeah. And or- are they not dueling this season again? I mean, Roman's already dueled, but is Gakuto not going to duel this season? Right. It makes me think that the rumor that this arc is ending after episode 26, because that's when the DVD says it, uh, maybe that's just wrong? I don't know. It's I don't just know a they, lot I don't of they would advertise here. that incorrectly, but also a lot of stuff here just doesn't make sense. Yeah, to me. And so like, I just wanted to pick your brains. No good that. DVD is going to leave you off on like a not final. Right. It, it's just like it would right, make like the first DVD dude. ended after Yuga versus Roa. That's where it should have ended. Right. Exactly. Because that was the end of the arc. Right. Yeah. Like imagine like the DVD. You bought a DVD. You know, like whatever Yu-Gi-Oh sevens, and it ended on this episode. You're How right. weird would that feel? I would feel gypped. You're right, and it's so like there's no way they right. would leave it off on anything weird. It, ha- it has to. But then, if that has to be substantial, you have Yuga versus Neil, 
let's say it goes 23-24, then what happens in 25 and 26 to end the arc? You just had your big final confrontation duel. Right. Or does this really go four episodes? I mean, wh- There's wh- no way. What do you think is going to happen next, Cal? Like, between now and the end of the season mm-hmm. in episode 26, and you guys let me know as well your predictions, because it just something just here doesn't make sense to me. So I think they could pull off two episodes with Neil and... Okay. That's possible. However, I don't. I there's no way they can do four. There's uh, unless the duel is interrupted. Right. Something happens where it's not necessarily a no decision. It's kind of like a this duel isn't over, but we have something else to deal with for two episodes, and then they duel after. Oh my God! You know what just you know just hit me? And you guys who watch Five Ds will remember this. You remember when you say and Jack were dueling? It was around this time in Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds, and they got teleported above the city, and they saw the foreshadowing of what would be the Dark Signers arc, and then the Dark Signers arc began shortly after. What if during Yuga and Neil's duel, they get teleported? Now stay with me. And Into they the see nope. They see six worlds. Stop, bro. <laughs> and each world is a prior shell. And those worlds are being destroyed by the aliens that brought Sirocco to go. You think the Ramen aliens are destructive <laughs> intergalactic? Okay, but you know what? No, I don't. But think about what I just said. The fact that that actually could be real not saying it's going to because it's not going to be the fact that what i just said isn't a bunch of gibberish goes to show you how bizarre of a show Yu-Gi-Oh! sevens is not the part about the the, but um, everything else the flashback but the part of the ramen aliens invading yes well like that is something that technically does exist so you're saying right it's canon yugi and kaiba in battle city you remember they had that that like not flashback but they had that weird thing happened when the gods clashed where they got transported to Egypt. We've seen in big, important duels before in the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise where something happens and you see the foreshadowing of events to come. So I wonder if maybe that's what they will do to stretch this arc on. Another plot point that we have not seen this season mm-hmm. is the uh, the Gundams. We've kind of seen it starting. The giant robot. The giant yeah. mechas. Um, although I don't think that's going to happen until the end of the show. But no, I don't think we're going to get that Some for a people think bit. it's going to happen this season. It hasn't been addressed once, and it just doesn't seem like the appropriate. Well, that's the key, that's the, the, the key to the door, to the new world. Right. It's, it's ver- the Mecca. Right. Yeah. So does but that mean that they're not going to get to the key? I don't think so. Arc? It just doesn't seem like an appropriate place for it. Yeah. it he's li- it's literally a giant robot, and we are in an underground lair. It just doesn't seem. <laughs> doesn't match up. It doesn't really it match doesn't. up. Mm-hmm. Yet. It does not. And also, Kaizo is still literally a bike seat. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen yet. Yeah. yeah. What are your <laughs> thoughts? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I really, really <laughs> don't. Yeah, you put me on the spot. I didn't sorry, have my sorry. thoughts together. No, um, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be day. interesting. And, and definitely That's let great. me know how you think these next. And obviously, we'll be here to you know do our watch-alongs and do our sevens-ups. Um, you know, That's why we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? What you just said? A duel like being stopped in the middle, not oh. technically ending. And Yuga Roa did it. It happened this show. Think about it. Yuga and Roa was interrupted by Otis, by Mimi, and by Mr. Goha while they were trying to figure out the rules of Seven's Road Magician. And they played, remember the DVD? Mad Max, you know, busts into right. the gymnasium and they play the DVD Which of the is footage. Great and, all. and that, so that duel technically was stopped. You mean Brave? But it lasted us two episodes. 
That's what I'm saying. That's I, it. I completely agree with you. You know, I'm saying like another event like happens while they're dueling, whether it be like, like in in a, in a in a more traditional Yu-Gi-Oh, I would say yes. We have seen episodes, uh, I think, of Yuga versus Yuri, which was done horrifically poor. But we have seen instances where the main duel is going on, and there are side duels that they can cut away to. But we haven't set up any side duels or side plot that I think would be worth to cutting. Otis is going to show up. We know he's not on the cast for 23, but maybe in 24. But he doesn't have to show up in 23. He has to help extend this to four episodes. <laughs> that's that's a crazy ask, and it's going to really feel dragged if they It'd do feel a really episode duel. It felt dragged for me. In for that, two the, episodes. The one episode dragged. that it felt, the one episode where it's a single turn. You remember, I remember that episode. I think it was Latrell, but it was someone who's been enjoying Sevens for the most part. They said, it might have been Brian Ford, they said that that was. Le- they hated that episode, I'm the first part of Roa versus right, yeah, and I remember and there were a lot not of people being too hot on it myself. Yeah. It felt like it kind of dragged on forever. It didn't do it much for me. Yeah, and so the whole theme of Sevens is quick, 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 quick. Exactly. You can't have a duel go four episodes. No, you can't. Um, I, I uh, agree 100%, by the way. I'm just saying... I you're playing like Devil's Advocate, which I appreciate. does... What did you say? You're playing Devil's Advocate, which I always oh, appreciate. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, which... Because, like, you know, Rook Devil. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that's what you were going for. No, but... I just think there's like, there's no way they can do four episodes. Like, r- regardless <laughs> of dr- trying, like saying, oh, they could do it, but it would really drag it out. Mm-hmm. I don't physically think there's a way that they could do it in no. four episodes, unless he's like, I, I, I honestly no, I, I, there's no way. This duel, and obviously stick around because we are gonna pick Neil versus Yuga, and uh, you know we are gonna go over the episode twenty three summary and cast list. This is by far the most difficult duel to pick. Yes. This is harder than Yuga versus Roa. I want to propose an idea. This is atrocious, yes. It's very difficult. Um, because of where it's being placed in the um, story. You know, the story. In regards to, again, assuming that the I season ends. I think so far, and this, that's, this is not telling you what my pick's going to be, because I still don't know. The idea that this is the most likely point in the season where we could get a um, draw-no-result. I agree with that, by the way. I, I do agree with that. There just um, seems no more appropriate point than right here, where we have a single loss for the team, way too soon for Yuga to win, and maybe too late for him to lose. Yeah. Because what, we have three episodes to make up ground and have them rematch to the end of the season? Yeah. Doesn't necessarily make sense. I believe that this Neil plotline, unless you think that Yuga's going to beat Neil, and that's the end of that, I believe that this Neil plotline will probably carry into the next arc, and it very well could. Yeah, I mean that's it, the it, only it other explanation, really. It has to, yeah, because you get lost two in episode twenty-three, lost three in twenty-four, <laughs> lost four in twenty-five, lost five in twenty-six. The season's over. Right. Y- there's not enough time unless you rush in duels just to hit that quota. So something just doesn't make sense right. here. But it's because of that, it's so difficult to predict, exactly. and that's what really excites me. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah, caliber your thoughts. I like saying that when people clearly have nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going off of what I said. So like you were going yeah. off my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From the jump. It's weird. Um, but Wait. honestly, that that what's going to happen next. Pri- and because we also know next week in episode 23, literally on Friday. Yeah. There is going to be a new mechanic used in Rush Dueling. And it's going to be crazy. And it's probably going to be used by Neil based off of the preview. Yeah. Ritual. Fusion, Synchro, XZs, Link, Pendulum, or something completely new to Rush Dueling. We are going to discuss that right after we take some donations. Kate, 
Nice. Um, can I say something first? Absolutely. Yes, please. Um, and um, most. So- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Most of the. I do this to everyone. I'm sorry. Most of this sevens up is going to most likely be about what's to come because at least to me and I think to probably a lot of people that are watching that's the most Im- that's the most interesting thing to discuss right now 100% you know so I and I like to do what I think mo- I mean you know we touched on the episode but there's really not too much to dive into on the episode no it didn't give us a whole lot yeah. honestly I, I think this stream should be more previewing what's co- what's going to sure. happen and I think what you touched upon before, like most of what there was to touch upon in this episode, we got a flash of everything like worth talking about. The grandpa, the like the great final turn. Exactly. Yeah. It's like t- it's done in a flash. And you know, so before, it's interesting. before we read donations and we move on to um, a- everything you need to know about the next coming episode and our thoughts and our picks. I want to read what Pete said about this episode. Oh, yes. He is here. He said it was decently solid. Nothing too spectacular. Rook's lack of common sense was funny in this episode, especially with him taking the blame for setting Arya on the wrong path. Thought the most fascinating part of the episode was with the watch. Loved the writing choice, which feels very un-sevens-like, which usually means to undercut Rook at every turn, of (laughs) Rook being the only one seemingly being able to use the watch. Now, whether that's for technical reasons, i.e. only works with his DNA, or more mystical reasons, remains to be seen. His third and final point, finally, Rook's power is impressive. More so than Yuga's. However, with the type of duelist he is, I think he leaves himself open. If he faces a craftier opponent, he can't just OTK. Really excited for next episode. And, of course, we have Pete's thoughts on um, who he thinks is going to win. His prediction. He right now is tied for first in the pick'em. So get your picks ready. Submit them by Friday. Uh, 18-2 and is currently the best record. If you come in first... You are winning a brand new PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series 1X. We can give away crazy prizes like that because of the generosity that you guys show me. We'll take some donations. We'll take some uh, comments from you guys, and then we will get into Rook. I'm sorry, Yuga versus Neil. Um, can I say what I was going to say now? Absolutely. Please do. Um, we don't have to talk about it right now, but I want to like put it into existence. Um, of qu- well, y- we'll talk about it when you read the cast list because you're going to do that, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested to see your your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. First dono is from TNX Frail. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, Donated five pounds. Uh, Said thoughts on the Premier League and NFL so far. As you know, I'm a Villa fan, and also I'm also a Tennessee Titans fan. Been to Nashville and a game in London. He's lucky in London. Yeah, it's got to be fun to be fans of good teams. So, um, (laughs) Thomas, first of all, TNX, thank you so much for the donation, dude. I seriously appreciate it. I'm a New York Jets fan. I've seen every game this season. Kate can attest to that. Every quarter, all 32 horrific quarters. I mean, I have never rooted for a team that is this pathetic. I mean, the New York Jets are really a disgrace. I mean, they're they're horrific on so many levels. Um, And that that probably doesn't even do them justice how bad they are. The worst team in the NFL. It's not even close. Um, but, I mean, I'll, I'll be watching them on Monday Night Football when they get massacred by New England. You're lucky you're a Titans fan. They had a very – they lost to the Bengals, right? That was yeah, kind of a weird yeah. slip-up week. Um, they're a good team, though. Every team's going to have an off week. Aston Villa, 
that li- you beat Liverpool seven to two, one of the craziest games. I know you just lost to Southampton in a four to three thriller. They've been involved in some of the most fun games, and I know if they win, I believe they have a game in hand. If they win, I think they're like second in the league. I mean, they seven they're, games they're in. Definitely up there. Man United are about to get relegated. I mean, I don't know what's going on with us. We beat PSG, which was an insane win, and then we beat Leipzig. We did not play well today. Um, so cha- we're going to win the Champions League. One of my friends, Jesse, he said we're going to win the Champions League and we're going to l- get relegated from the Premier League in the same season. Uh, I guess I'll take it. Uh, That'd but be it's wild. It, yeah, it sucks. I mean, it, it's got to be fun rooting for two enjoyable teams. I know Aston Villa hasn't always been enjoyable, but they're having a good year. So definitely enjoy it, Thomas. And thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. I'll be rooting for the Titans. Titans and Saints have always been teams I, I like to root for. You're always a big Jets. Drew Brees guy. I always like Drew Brees. Um, yeah. I like the Titans. I just I love Derrick Henry. Yeah. Derrick Henry's, Henry's cool. A beast. What about his, his wife? D- despite his po- spotty <laughs> past. <laughs> should we tell them that story? Yes, we should, actually. So we convinced our friend, who's not really into football, and I get, apparently... I wasn't even into football either, but I knew obviously yeah, Not really into common sense. Yeah, that's we it. We were in yeah. high school, so there's no excuse. It's not like we no. were in elementary school. We were in high school, probably 16 years old, mm-hmm. and the Saints were playing the Colts in the Super Bowl, and I said to our friend... Who I have not, we have. I haven't spoken to him in years. I probably spoke to him all last year or the year before. Yeah, um, I said so. Maybe the crazy before. thing about this Super Bowl is that Drew Brees killed his wife, uh, and he actually got uh, you know convicted of of killing his wife. But the exception was if he wins the Super Bowl for the Saints, he'd get off. Scott they're going to drop the charges. Yeah. So he he's playing. For his own basically freedom, and he won, and and he won. But our friend believed it for a couple days. He At believed least. it yeah. Yeah. that that Drew Brees, the quarterback of the Saints, killed his wife and was <laughs> gonna get away with it if he won the Super Bowl. I mean, come I vivi- on, man! I vividly remember it happening. We were in the in Rite, Rite Aid. Aid. We were yeah. in the Rite Aid. It was yeah, also I the same day that we kept. <laughs> and I remember Russo getting really pissed about it. We kept saying that he looks exactly like. Uh, Zane from One Direction. Same day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the first time that happened. That yeah. conversation. Russo would take that as a compliment nowadays, I Maybe. think. Oh, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, and he's know. with... Um, Zane Malik. Gigi Hadid? I think Probably. so, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, come on. That's the story about, yeah. about Drew Brees yeah. and the Saints. But Thomas, thank you, man. Classic story. Um. Okay. Next dono. Captain Rex donated $5. Thank you, Cammy. I appreciate that. Uh, said, Dylan, I want to remind you to create a song list for Clune Hero. Great live uh, at everyone with one of the best of the community. With yeah. one of the best communities. Oh, sorry. thank you so much, Cammy. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday night. Um, we appreciate you being here. And thank you so much for going the extra mile and donating. Never, never expected, always appreciated. Um, Clone Hero Miniscape has been charted. Obviously, the special ending we got, Roa's song, if you will. So that will be um, the next featured song when I do a Clone Hero stream, which probably will be tomorrow. And I have to figure out a way to export a song list so people, I think, can, like, type in the chat or type in a program and see what songs I have. That way people don't donate and say, hey, do you have this and can you play this? And then I don't, and I'm like, thanks for the donation. Sorry, I can't play anything. I always right. feel horrible when that happens. Yeah. So I have to try and avoid that. There's got to be a way, though. Yeah, there's ways to export your song list. Um, but, yeah, that'll probably be tomorrow, Cammy. So I hope you're looking forward to that. And thank you for the donation. I, I seriously appreciate it. Um, next dono is from Soul Hunter. Soul Hunter. Donated $10. Wow, thank you so much, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And said, sup. 
That's it. Sup, man? Um, Soul <laughs> Hunter. That What's that, up? That, that username doesn't ring a bell to me. It's me neither. Yeah, so I don't know if you're new to the channel, Soul Hunter. I don't know if you've kind of been in the shadows, or maybe I'm just being an idiot and, and don't remember. Although I'm pretty good with names, and there's a lot of usernames <laughs> across a lot of different platforms, so um, I do apologize. Um, but new names, although people change their names a lot. Sure, it happens. It's hard to keep track of. Either way, <laughs> whether you're new or not, thank you for being here. Thank you for donating a very generous amount, man. I hope you're having a great night. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and the weekend is almost here. But thank you so much for the donation, dude. I seriously appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Very um, nice. Next dono is through the link. Okay. Uh, seriously, Orion donated. I It was hard to see. I believe it was $23. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Seriously, Orion, thank you so much. With the twenty-three dollar and forty-four cent donation, I think that's probably conversion rate. Conversion, rates yeah. Seriously, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. You are the man. Not letting you ruin my sleep schedule again, so I'm gonna come on and go quick. Thoughts? Way better than I expected. Wow. Okay, that's good. Agreed. Aria is an unashamed cheater, and love that about him. And some more intrigue on Rook's devil. Great. The others trying the devil. Hilarious. That was a very funny moment. Yes, in, uh, oh in this episode. Oh and we haven't really spoken about, um, first of all, seriously, Orion, that is a very big donation. Thank you so much, man. I seriously, do, don't let us ruin your sleep schedule. You can always catch the VOD here on Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. So don't stay up all to the late hours of the night to watch this. Um, I, I want to know your thoughts real quick on Aria because we didn't really touch on him or go over him as a character. For me, um, I like the cheating aspect it makes him unique, but as a character overall, kind kind of forgettable. I don't think I'd mind if we never saw him again. Pretty, very forgettable, actually. The, w the one thing I do enjoy, other than the cheating, um, was how, like, intimidated he was by, like, every time Rook was trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. I thought that just was really funny. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, yeah, quite forgettable. Yeah. The Calibre. cheating is the one thing that makes him memorable. It is, and I like how he cheated two different ways and did two different combos. That was really cool, but I think a third time, especially knowing that he's not really a threat to pick off a win, I think it would it would be uh, it would be a little much. I don't think he should have a third duel. I think he's he's done his part. Agreed. Calibro. I agree. Kate. I agree. Great. Seriously, thank you seriously for the big donation. <laughs> I appreciate it, my man. Have a great night. Um, next dono is Sean Gilbride donated $11.11. Sean, you can't keep doing this, man. Thank you so much for <laughs> another 11.11 donation. Make a wish. I appreciate Thank you, it. Make a wish. Um, said, it's always relaxing spending a Wednesday night watching slash listening to you guys talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! while doing my college homework. That, that was sweet. That's nice. That was yeah, very sweet. that was very nice. Thank you. Um, we, we do this for you guys. Absolutely. Obviously. Um, but I think my favorite thing about the sevens up and the talking Yu-Gi-Oh's in general, even when you go back to the Into the Vrains version is, you know, you're, we're, we're never going to get like a, a crazy amount of viewers, right? Like I get more viewers in like the dueling streams or a clone era stream, but right. like that never bothers me because sure. the people that are here are so much like I feel more into it than your traditional. It's much yeah. more tightly knit. It's, it's much more that, tightly like, are knit. Are here to listen to us talk about sevens and yeah. our thoughts and whatever. And yeah, have and fun it's, with it's it. great. It's, it's great. Fun. And I know there's a lot of people that 
you know, listen to this as if it is like a podcast that you can get on Spotify. Right. And like, you know, we, we really are the only channel in the world that goes this in depth about the current Yu-Gi-Oh anime on a week in and week out basis. Yeah. I mean, that's that is, honestly true, which is kind of insane. It is it is insane. There is no other channel in the world that does this. Um, and that makes me a little prideful, if I'm going to be honest with you, and thankful that so many of you guys turn out, uh, whether you're here for live or you watch the VOD, I'm just so thankful that there's there's so many of you that enjoy this segment and can look forward to it every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. The one aspect that I, I hate about 7's Up in comparison to Into the Vrains is the fact that we have not been able to have more guests on because yeah, of COVID. Well, right, it's the nature of the beast. Right yeah, now. so that sucks because that always gives people a chance to come on and, you know, be become a more familiar face and give their thoughts in a unique way. Put a face here. to a name. Put a face to a name. and names all day in the chat. We do have, I'm going to announce it at the end, I think I've told you guys, a very special guest coming on, confirmed, yes, confirmed. for the season finale of Yu-Gi-Oh! 7. It's December 2nd. Um, I, actually, maybe I didn't tell you guys. I, you told me. I don't know if he was I here. I told you last night, and I told you last night. Yeah. Caliber was not here last night. Um, and so I'm going to announce that at the end of the stream. So uh, she has never come on this channel before. New guest. Um, and I actually have never even met her in person. So um, she reached out, wanted to come on. I'm pretty sure it's all set in stone. I am super excited. I'm very excited. To have I'm her on. stoked. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. And I'll announce that a little later on. But um, but yeah, Sean, thank you so much, man, for the donation. We're going to take a couple more, and then we are going to get into everything. Yuga, Neil, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's yeah. finale of the arc. What'd you say? It's Selena Gomez, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Dude, you figured it out. Thank you. That was yeah. so fast. Without any context. So smart. Yeah. Yep. smart. He's a smart dude. Uh, Goose is here. Goose. Goose. Thank you, Goose. Uh, donated $3 and said, sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone. Thank you so much, Goose. We are sending positive vibes and kindness right back to you. You are a gem in the Yu-Gi-Oh community, not only in the Yu-Gi-Oh community, in life as well. Thank you so much, Goose. I seriously appreciate it. The absolute best. He's a great, great dude. Goose. We were a little late because we were talking about something, so I apologize. Rip headphone users. Was it a a timeout situation? No, no, no. We're good. No, no, good. He was asking me a question. No one's. We haven't had any issues with that yet. No, no, that's great. Not at all. Respectful. Which is kind of what I expect. I predict that one, you have a lot of. You know, non USA viewers. True, fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, two, I think anyone in the U.S. is either Sick disinterested, <laughs> disinterested <laughs> right. in general, Sick too young, <laughs> or just like doesn't like doesn't want to do with it. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly where we stand. Right. So we have, a, we have there's a few scenarios there, all of which just don't w- care to come. Yeah, which is great. So thank you. You guys are doing great. Which I knew Thanks. you would. I, I knew you would. I was just worried about the the troll every. Right. Now everyone and comes in and says some dumb. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Dumb stuff. Dumb stuff. Dumb stuff. I like that. Um, Joseph Citadino donated uh, Joseph, $5. Dollars. Thank you so minute, much right? for coming. It has yeah, been a minute. Been yeah, a Joseph, Welcome thank you back. so much for coming by, dude. I seriously appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you for the donation. He's been watching. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Didn't know I did though. that. Um, he said, we don't know Mr. Goha's dueling skill level. He might easily be above Rook. Regardless, he is likely to have a... BS anime only final boss deck. Much like so many other final bosses, um, <laughs> Zone, 
Don Thousand, although those are not anime exclusive anymore, but they were for a very long time. Bowman. Um, yeah, the question is, how ridiculous will the final boss deck be? How ridiculous can a deck be in Rush Dueling? You know? That's a great um, question. And that is a question that probably will be... It could be answered next week. I mean, we got to see Neil's deck. The other thing that is crazy about Neil um, is the trap card that he used in the preview, which we're going to get into, but it's a very... It's an archetype that will be familiar to many of you. Joseph, you are right about one thing, though. Actually, you're right about a few things there. And again, thank you for the donation. You are right about us not knowing where Mr. Goha stands in the power scaling. hundred mm -hmm. Mr. Goha could be stronger. Sure. There's no way to know. And he's an adult, we assume. Right, but he's never rush-dueled. You assume. You ass that's an, a huge assumption. Very big huge assumption. Yeah, that's, could be a, that's an even bigger assumption. Because yeah. maybe he, maybe he rush-dueled and didn't like it. Maybe he's rush dueling simulations. I have to say this: he has, he has never come out and said anything negative about rush dueling. No. You, well, you know what he well, has said. What has he said? That's true. He's never actually. You want to do it, Nicky? That was good. Mm -hmm. That was Nicky did the best. Actually, it sounds I like it. Your cow give it a good shot. Give it a good shot. That was good. That was good. That was, I think there was too much emotion in that, though. Yeah. It's almost a little. Ha, ha, ha. Still not felt like, yeah, not yeah. bad, better, but... I was listening to Mayday Parade earlier, so my emotions... No, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. And I feel yeah. like you're also trying trying to channel Corpse a little bit. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You're getting in your head oh, with the voice. Yes, yeah. but he's also, like he's also trying to sound dead. It's not <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's chills. Also, Who we love. Rook's ace monster, Big Titty, was really, really cool. In Big this Titty episode. got you, yeah. Yeah, really cool monster. Wait, you said Rook's. Um, I'm sorry, Aratas. Yeah. Um, yeah, Big Titty was great. Yeah, really good monster. Um, Joseph, thank you, my man. We'll see Mr. Goha soon. All right, next dono. Uh, Ice Aiden donated $5. Thank you, Ice. Uh, said ice, ice Baby. Is ice Ice Aiden. Ice Ice Aiden. Uh, it's funny that a guy that is obsessed with cleaning... Uh, is such a dirty player. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wow. Which is Damn. why I suggested the name for the tonight's Yeah, podcast. clean your act up. Yeah. What a great... Clean up your act. You almost got it, though. It's okay. He's notorious Bow. for messing these names Bow. up, so it's okay. What, what an amazing comment there, I say, and you're absolutely right. Um, yes. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I very yeah. much agree. I yeah. agree, too. I never really thought about that, but yeah. Um, Ice, thank you for the uh, the donation, my man. We will do, yes. I want to say he even somewhat addressed, like he said, he'll play as dirty as he needs to to win. Yeah. So it's just like that clean, dirty, dirty player, dynamic, but yeah. a germaphobe. Yeah, it's yeah. almost all, like implied there, which I really like. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's a cool dynamic. Cool counterbalance. Uh, we'll take yes. one more, and we will get to all of them. And thank you guys so much. I mean, you guys are, I feel like, spamming me, which I, <laughs> I always appreciate wholeheartedly. Um, but you know how this works. We take a few get back to some discussion, take a few. I feel like that's the best flow for these talking yeah. videos. Um, next donor we have is another one from Joseph. Thank you, Joe. Uh, donated $10. Wow, oh. thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much, man. Um, said, also, with aliens being introduced, what if Mr. Yeah. Goha's twist is that he is a humanity first type villain that is enforcing his harsh order to keep the Earth safe from some kind of alien threat? Could be. I mean, we've seen extraterrestrial threat. It was very prominent, obviously, in Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Uh, we 
Well, no, no. Five Ds was a little different. That was more time travel. That wasn't really al- I wouldn't say that right. was aliens. But we've seen it before in Yu-Gi-Oh. Zexal obviously being the main one. Uh, and so it's not an uncommon trope. And I have already went on record saying that we have not seen the last of Sirocco. And I don't no. think we have seen the last of that alien group. No, definitely um, And whether not. they come back for good reasons or for not good reasons w- remains to be seen. But th- she will be back. She'll, be, She'll back. be back, and that that group could have a big role to play. So, yeah, what, how Mr. Goha responds to extraterrestrial threat will be interesting. Remember, someone chose her to be one of Neil's like people in charge, so someone trusted her. Exactly. Probably Neil. Rightfully um, so. But, Joseph, thank you for another big donation, my man. I appreciate it. Um, we are now going to pivot. Pivot? From uh, the... Pivot. Donations from you lovely, incredible people, and we will get back to them, I promise, to episode 23. I'm getting nervous about this pick. We are going to read the summary of 23, and this is the episode that airs in now less than 48 hours. The duel between Yuga and Neil, the clash between Yuga and Neil, two burning souls. And it's going to be an amazing finale. That which lies beyond Providence... Yuga and company have reached the gate of Providence, the entrance to Neil's Haven. Beyond the road lined with shops selling various kinds of Providences is the Haven where the final showdown with Neil awaits. During the duel, a monster that transcends imagination is summoned, accompanied by a blinding light. Probably the monster that was in the background of that. Mm -hmm. The cast is Yuga, Rook, Gakuto Roman, Mimi, Neil, Sebastian, three top of Hexagon members that don't have names. That's just what they're written as. And drones. Um, The other thing that is very interesting is the card that is used in the preview. Okay. Remember when Neil uses a trap card? Yes. The trap card is called Quantum Hole requirements when one of your cybers monsters is destroyed by battle with an opponent's monster draw x amount of cards from your deck then return x amount of cards from your hand to the top of your deck in any order you said cybers correct i did say cybers i did not stutter so neil is using a cybers deck now that does not necessarily mean that it's tied to the brains no obviously if you have not watched Yu-Gi-Oh! brains the cybers had a massive role in that show, mm-hmm. Playmaker and Soulburner both used Cyber decks as well as I. Um, but that's a very specific archetype. See, I don't know if it's an archetype or it's a mo- or if it's a monster type or if it's both. Like I don't Whatever know. It might be though. That's specific to a specific show, to a specific universe, because not only in cards, it, it it's very. When I first thought that, when I first saw that, I mean, I, I immediately thought brains. Yeah, I mean, it has to be, because the cybers is the world in which. Not only, it's not only the like brains are able to operate. Yes. Yeah. Also, the cybers monsters. I feel like, besides just the cybers world in itself, he's a hacker, Neil. Yeah. Yes. So, like, if that <laughs> doesn't draw you even closer to a brains type character, I know. I know. Like, it's. Imagine if he summons uh, the arrival at the final Ignister oh monster. Oh, my <laughs> God. Or, like, a firewall dragon or something just 
insane. Dude, it, this could be crazy. <laughs> it could be. I'm Hopefully not it's like Link Karibo. That well, that would be great. I'm not buying um, heavily into any sort of linkage with Vrains, but um, Vrains, I have always said. I think we've always said that on this on this podcast and on this channel. Vrains is the easiest show mm -hmm. to tie any current Yu-Gi-Oh show to. You just say, "Yep, there's a virtual reality world," and boom, it's Link Vrains, and it, and Den City can share the virtual reality world with Goha City, which is just on the other side of Japan. Right. I mean, it's very it's easy very to easy. explain. Very easy. I just think it's interesting. If there is no connection, it's just a weird choice. Well, it could end up be. It could be an homage. It, it could be an homage. Yeah. Yeah. It it it's it's interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think at at least it is an homage. At the, that that's the least of it. Right. Your your hacker character just uses cyber cards, and that's the end of that. And yeah. that's that would be fine. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But it does seem very suspicious. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, so that's obviously something we had to touch on, the fact that Neil is using a cyber deck. Uh, and you have not heard that wrong. Um, unless, you know, the trap... Well, no, because it, it has to... That trap has to activate if you have a cyber monster on your field. So he, he's using a cyber deck. Um, could be cool. Yeah, it, it could be cool. I mean, I remember, like... Yeah, just the cyber was just a huge part of Brains. Was it in right. anything else? Like no, any, it, was it was created it was during Yu-Gi-Oh! After the fact, it was created during Yu-Gi-Oh! Brains. Yeah, after the fact, it wasn't Duel Links, correct? Well, yeah, they added it to Duel Links. Yeah, but Duel Links is you it's know. a game, right? Yeah. No, it's a game. I know. I'm just saying, just for, for yeah, sake. to cover all bait. Yeah, so um, that is uh, it's interesting. Your thoughts on the the summary? A monster that uh, transcends imagination. Before I give my thought, I think Kate did have something to say after yes. you led the, the, cast. Led the cast. Yeah, I, uh, my, hello, my brain stopped working. Um, it's okay. I was very intrigued by the fact that there are three Hexagon members that are going to be in the episode. Yeah. Um, That's what I wanted to bring up to talk about. And <laughs> what's further interesting about that is um, Mimi is on this cast list as Mimi, not, not Advisor M. Yeah. So it's uh, a straight up Mimi. So wow. it's straight up Mimi. I yeah, I it's weird that there's three top of hexagon members. Um Well Mimi could be with them. And so then like it could be the four of them. She that could are there. be with them and then we could see her as a human later on in the episode. Or well, a, as a yeah. unmasked. <laughs> okay. As a human. Unmasked, unmasked. But well when like you're a corporate drone, you're not a human. Like, since we know that <laughs> she's I respect that. Thank you. Since we know that she's a Goha head already. Yeah. Why would they say like four Goha heads? They would just say three and Mimi, even if she is wearing the mask. Right. Because we already know who she is. The other ones yeah. we don't know who they are. That's why they don't give them the names. Yeah. Um. That's a fair point. It's pretty obvious who Mimi is. Yeah. Like under the mask. We even, didn't yeah. know who it is. Although Advisor M, I guess like. It Has was it been? It was kind of like a troll, almost. Just like, yeah. It, uh, it's interesting yeah. that their top of hexagon members are speaking, but I don't think, and I'm not expecting it to be that interesting. Because if they were gonna have their own personalities and be further identified in this episode, they been I think they would have been listed individually yeah. with names. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't mean that they're even necessarily there. There could be a board meeting mid-episode in which three of them speak, and then that's the end of that. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I just, it just hit me. Could like, be, yeah. although I feel like because of how insignificant the rest of Top of Hexagon is to us as a viewer, right. I feel like the bridge to the viewer 
kind of caring about that scene ha- is Mimi at this point. No, oh, 100%. Yeah, so 100%. that's why I think Mimi will be in the, in that meeting. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, that, if I there's agree. a meeting. I agree. And there probably will be a meeting about Neil. And it, maybe it's a flashback. Maybe we learn how Mimi found out about Providence or what Providence really is. Maybe okay. these top of Hexagon members know more than her. And right. they, they say, like, yeah, you know, this is what this is who Neil is. This is his purpose. And then Mimi can get that information to the gang. As Advisor M. As Advisor M. The other thing that we're going to touch on before we make our predictions uh, for this duel and try to justify our predictions somehow is um, you have a new summoning mechanic, a new mechanic to play Rush Duels coming in this episode. Yes. I want to go around the table. Do okay. you think it's a a mechanic that we've seen before, like a ritual fusion, synchro, Xyz, pendulum link, or do you think it is a brand new rush duel exclusive? What do you think, and what do you want to see? I'm gonna start off. Okay, please do. I have no idea. Okay, yeah. well, first you know, so that, that's yeah, right. so that's that a, that's my answer. Valid answer. Um, I will follow that, and I will say it's going to be link. Hence the cybers. I think that that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a type of link summoning. That'd be insane. And the only reason I think that is well, it's mainly because of the cybers. Like I just think that they kind of go hand in hand. It would be a very, sure. a very big tribute to Vrains. Well, I mean, um, uh, let, 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 let's let's just say this. And I don't. I by the way do not think there's a, any chance. I think Link is the least likely next to Pendulum. I was going to say, Pendulum's definitely Pendulum's definitely no. Link may be a little more likely, but then you have to change the whole board. It becomes a little more convoluted. Yeah. So Why I don't think they'll go... change the board? So I don't think they'll go Link. You need but here's, here's the thing that I will go on record saying. If this new summoning mechanic is Link's, then there will be a Yu-Gi-Oh! Vrains character appearing in Yu-Gi-Oh! Summons. Right. Without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. I just don't think there's I, – I think the possibility of links is, is very slim. But I understand why you connect it maybe, with the cybers. Maybe I should rephrase it. That's what I'd want to see. Okay, yeah. Because that would make me think that Brains is going to Yeah, something. and that's very fair. In terms of what I think is the most likely possible, I would say fusion. Okay. And I think it's going to be somewhere along the lines of, like, the imagination thing is him fusing, like, two or three monsters together to make this one mega, like – Beast that says like five thousand like attack or something. Yeah, like that. that's fair. Nick I'm on the fence um, because at the end of the day, it's about sales, right? Sure. Um, so if it's going to be one that exists, it's probably most likely fusion. That's what I think. But when you when you look at it, wi- are, are they going to want people? Are they going to create a new one to make people have to buy? more rush duel cards or are they going to integrate fusion cards to be able to inter- like further integrate old players into the new game because obviously the whole idea of rush duel is bringing in new people to the game that like would have otherwise just sort of missed the boat on the whole thing mm-hmm. and that's sort of we, we saw it firsthand it sort of polarized our old base yeah are they going to want to further wrap in the new base, or are they going to want to try to get the, those old guys back again? You think if they if they do fusion, there's players sh- that might say it might be like, uh, "Hey, you know, fusions are now in the game." I'm familiar with that. Right. Let me give it a try. Right. So that's why I'm so on the fence. I think it 
if it's old, it's fusion. Or it could be new. That's those those are my sort of I know I'm, I know I'm overthinking it. But no, I, I mean I think it's a it's a very important thing to talk about. Um, so I wouldn't say you were overthinking it. I guess ritual Rit- is a possibility. I was just as well. say, ritual. I can- forgot about ritual. Yeah, and ritual I feel like would fit. But then again, that dr- that monster, that behemoth that we see at the end seems of the preview, like a- it seems like a fusion. Right. It seems like two monsters fused together. Yeah, the tricky thing about fusion is because of rush dueling, I feel like it becomes so easy to do fusions. Yeah. Like, if you have a fusion spell card, and even if you don't have the material, you summon three monsters, and then you draw four more cards, and then you'll probably get the material that you need. Right. So that'll be interesting. So maybe it'll be like a rush fusion, which is a variant of the fusion that we're more familiar with in the main game. Right. I want to see something unique. I would like to see something unique. Don't get me wrong. And I'll be watching live with probably a few of you on Friday night. I'm going to mark out regardless, whatever it is. If it's Fusion, if it's Synchro, if it's Lynx, I'm going to be very, very excited. I I would like to see something new or a variant of something we are familiar with. That's probably my biggest my biggest hope for it, that it's a variant of something we are already familiar with. Mm-hmm. Something called like Rush Fusions or Rush Synchros eventually or Rush XZs. Now, how do you do a variant hey, to those methods? People said the, the camera, camera froze. froze. I'm not really sure. Um, well, this became a real Spotify podcast then, didn't it? Yeah, people are just hearing it. Yeah. I think it just froze though, literally. Just froze. In the meantime, we can go to the cow cam while we figure that out. Yes. Ah, yes. Um, oh, yes. Real quick, I do want to add that yeah, even though my it was a safe prediction, I um, it's also the one I want to see because I think I'm sort of not spoiled, but the way I was raised on Yu-Gi-Oh, especially with the um, first two shows, you know, Dual Monsters and GX, mm-hmm. I've always liked the idea of taking two monsters, and in their fusion, it, it, it physically represents the conjoining of those two monsters, right? It represents both of them visually. Mm-hmm. Like all of the hero fusions we got, like um what was it? Uh the blue the blue eyes with um blue eyes, blue eyes well not only blue eyes ultimate but with um oh, Black Lesser Soldier. Soldier. What was that called? Um, Dragon Master Dragon Master Knight. Like just stuff like like physical representations of the monsters we took to fuse and wasn't seeing that. Wasn't Gaia one of those too? Gaia the f- yeah, Oh there was a Gaia one. Chris and, yeah. Um, Gaia the Fierce Knight. I don't know. How I don't Sky know of the Dragon Champion. I yes. don't know how or why I remember that specific one, but I do. Right. No, very good. <laughs> like very good. No, yeah, that was a cool one too. So that just like, I think that's like why I would like to see that because I loved the physical representation of them combined. Yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> it just makes sense. It's so easy. I completely agree. So I have always been in favor of non-generic. Basically, what you're b- saying yeah. is you like fusions that are not generic. Right. I don't want like to say, like, hey, these two fuse, and it's just something. Like, you like, you know, Red Eyes Black Dragon and Summon Skull and uh, Red Eyes Meteor Dragon, I think it yeah, was. Or, um, maybe. So, something <laughs> along those. I know they had a fusion, Gate Guardian. Right, like, it, it, it's Black it, Skull Dragon. It becomes Black unique. Skull Dragon. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. I, if they integrate fusions or a new mechanic or an existing mechanic, I think... The key is to make sure it is not generic because I feel like generic would just be way too easy. And maybe they want easy, honestly. But I think it would be cool if, oh, the only way Yuga can get to Seven's Road King is if he has Seven's Road Magician and Seven's Road Witch and fuses them. Right, that'd be so sick. Yeah. Yes. Instead of, oh, all you need is two spellcaster monsters 
and you fuse two spell casters, right. no matter what they are, and you get to right. Yeah, but that bec- then it becomes generic. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yes. Also, my brother's in the chat. What's oh. up, Drew? Hi, hey, Andrew. Thank you for coming A-B-T. by, my man. Thank you, Andrew. Um, We're yeah, speaking so his language right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, those are our thoughts, and um, I think the time is, <laughs> I think the time has come where we have to predict. <gasps> Jesus. Again, Pete is eighteen and two, tied for the best record in the Pick'em. Nick T is seventeen and three. Um, me and Cal are fifteen and five. Kate is fourteen and six. And then we're gonna give our analysis. Pete has already picked. Also, one thing that we didn't mention that I liked about the the duel in this episode was the Santa cloth. Yeah, Santa oh, cloth. Yeah. Santa yeah. cloth. Speak on that. Speak on Santa that. cloth. I don't know how much more I could speak on the fact <laughs> other than it was Santa Claus holding a laundry bag. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good pun. And there was three of them, which I thought was kind of we weird. Love there was yeah. three we love of them a good Santa Claus. Santa. There's only one Santa. Well, um, well, two of them are imposters. Oh, they have to be. They have but to me, be. But let me say this. Um, that Santa did not look friendly. No, that he looked very like no. he wanted to take the sack he and beat like the crap out of you. Oh, Krampus. Yeah. Isn't that his name? Krampus. 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 I like Krampus. Okay. No, I like <laughs> Crumpets. Get your picks. Get get your picks ready. Crumpets. Ready. It sounded like you said crumpets, like the, uh, <laughs> like the, the like delicacy. Yeah. Well, not really. Butterscotch crumpets. This uh, is hard. Oh, man, dude, I, do. I don't know. Yeah, this, I mean, th- this uh. is a coin flip for me. There, There's, I, I got to be honest, there's not one of these three choices yep. that I'm going to feel confident yep. about. Nope. I mean, it really is a coin flip. Like, this so pick I'm is just a complete. Say, before I even submit it, statistically, the one I want to pick is the least likely, as it always is. R- draw so the I just results. can't. I, yeah, I, like in good conscience, can't. Even the, re- the reason no one will ever, at least officially, on the standings, and actually there are no perfect brackets left. The reason no one will ever have a perfect bracket is because the draw no results are impossible to call. No one would have called Blood Shepherd Soulburner as no. a draw no result. No one would have called. Probably Bowman Playmaker round three, or the first two times that Playmaker and Revolver dueled his draws. Those no results in draws are are so you know they're gonna happen, but they're so irritating, very irritating. Oh Lord! All right, are we ready? Um, I guess. Yeah. Okay. As ready as I'll ever be. I can't right. think on it too much. Um. So three, two, one, send. Oh. Feel infinitely worse now. Whoa. So we we are um we are not anonymous. We are unanimous. not u- unanimous. Unanimous. Well, we're not anonymous <laughs> either. <laughs> no, we're, we're neither. We're not, you, we're not good enough. Can you start with Pete's? I can start with Pete's. Yeah, um, I know. Pete and I had a little discussion about it. Um, That's cheating. I last think. night it was not because we Facts. did not give away picks. Um, and Peter. Pete texted me. He didn't really give much of a reason for it, but he texted me. Uh, and Pete went with Neil. Um, Pete did pick Neil. Pete felt that it just, I don't know. I I, I don't want to speak for Pete, actually, but um, Pete went with Neil. And there's a good chance this duel is not going to end in 23, so Pete could maybe go over that pick a little more on um, next week when he's here. But Pete picks Neil. That is the first pick of the five of us. Which one of you three want to go? I'll go. Okay. Please. So... I thought about this one for a long time, and I'm going to go with Yuga. And I just can't think of a way that this arc or season ends with him losing in this duel. Because say it takes two episodes, right? 
then there's what two episodes left. If he loses, how do you end this arc with him like, coming off the wall? So you're gonna like somebody again? Like, I, I just don't. I it, to me, it just like logically, which means I'm probably wrong, but logically, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And that's me, you know, thinking logically and not in terms of like, you know, anything can happen, which is probably how I should be thinking. Pete picks Anil, Cal picks Yuga. We're split so far. Kate, you want to go? I picked Yuga. Two for Yuga. Yuga boy. I don't really have any set reasoning. Um, it's just kind of what I felt in my in my bones. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Baby bones. Baby bones. Um, so yeah, that that's what I'm going with. I w- really was unsure. I did teeter on the Neil side for a little bit, um, but like, I I just I think it's gonna be Yuga. Two Yugas, one Neil. Nick T. Every every fiber of my being wanted to pick draw no result. I think for the reasons I listed earlier, it's just like the the placement of this duel just felt. Like, one way or the other, unless, of course, it goes into past 26. That was that was my second pick, draw no results. It felt yeah. like that. Like, if Yuga's going to lose, then it will probably go later. But right now, th- th- it felt weird. I don't, I don't know. But I had to t- take a step back, take it out of context. If I'm unsure of what's really going to happen, it makes the most sense for me not to go against Yuga. If I don't know what's going to happen, go on, go with the protagonist. Always, it, a g- always a good idea. So maybe it's a safe bet. Maybe it's the wrong safe kind of bet. I took it. It's never a bad idea to pick the protagonist. These three pick Yuga. Pete picked Neil. Thought about this one really long and hard. The placement of it is the trickiest part of this duel. If this duel was starting in 25 or even 26, or we didn't know when the season was going to end, I'm probably picking Yuga. Um... And that's that. But because this duel is taking place in episode 23, and just not even that, because Neil Neil has been built up to me more than Roa was built up the first time they dueled. And Roa already got a big win. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. Yuga got a big win against Roa. He already got his big end-of-the-season win. And he's the protagonist. He's going to get quite a few of them. But Roa, remember, in that duel, was really not dueling truly. Roa was using underhanded tactics, trying to get Yuga to draw into Seven's Road Magician, and frankly, that's what his strategy focused on. And as we learned in Yu-Gi-Oh!, cheating and playing underhanded and dirty doesn't really pay off. I look at the way that Neil has been built up as this strong prodigy, this force, this parallel to Yuga, I think a loss for Neil could potentially be devastating for his character. I don't like to hear that. It's going to be a drama. I am, I am picking Neil. Uh, Neil is my pick. Um, and remember, I'm 15 and 5, so again, take take what I say with a grain of salt. Nick T has picked better than me. Pete has picked better than me. Um, granted, Pete is He's also... picked better than most. Ta- yeah, Pete has picked very well. He's also taking Neil. Um, but I just think that based on what we saw in the preview where Yuga looked terrified and overwhelmed in every shot that we got, and the fact that Neil is going to be the one to utilize a new summoning mechanic. Whenever, we say it in Yu-Gi-Oh! all the time, right? Whenever we see a new ace, that character wins. We're seeing a new summoning mechanic. and That's bigger than an ace. This is, this is going to be a way to change the game of rush dueling forever. 
and Neil is going to be the one using it, advertising it, executing it, and showing it off. And it is going to catch Yuga, in my opinion, completely off guard. We even see that in the preview shots. I think the momentum's with Neil, and I can see it being a draw-no result, honestly, more than I can see it being a Yuga win. So I, I'm going with Neil, but clearly me and Pete pick Neil. These three pick Yuga. We are split, and we've been split for a lot of these duels recently. These yeah, I can afford the loss, if anything. You can, but I, I, um, I mean, I don't feel good. There's no pick that was going to make me feel good. I, exactly. I don't like picking against the protagonist, and um, we've been there. You know. I <laughs> wanted to pick. Drawn a result mm-hmm. very badly. It's, it's hard Dude, to it's pick. So, it was so tempting. I, I picked it, Yugoroa, so I've already been burned by it once. Yeah, exactly. We both got burned by it in the first episode of Sevens. I picked it twice. I'm 0-2 and I picked it. Yeah. 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 So You're a madman. I couldn't I couldn't do it. And you know what? If there was a time to have a draw no result, like, for example, when I said something interrupts the duel. I like agree. I, said, right? <laughs> I agree. It, it's, it, it just... It, it would fit to me almost better than either character winning because yeah. you don't hurt Neil's character, and he could still be relevant going forward. Well, I, I want to he- don't hurt Yuga. I want to hear from you, you guys, because you guys obviously all picked Yuga, and I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that are. Uh, what is the chat saying? Yuga Neil draw no result. Uh, are people contributing to that I don't conversation? Know, like, I honestly going quick, am bro. doubting myself already, and should have probably picked draw no result. So, so here's the thing: if Yuga beats Neil, let's say in episode 24, then what do the final two episodes entail? Yuga versus Mr. Goha? Yuga versus Otis? Yeah. Finding the next, the, the door to the next For road. two episodes? No. no and and then that means the sixth loss plot line is, is gone. Right. And now, that's over. my issue with this whole duel to begin with. I think Neil wins. I think Team Yuga gets a second loss. And then we have three episodes. Well, no, I, I think this is going to carry into season two. Fair. And I, and I think the whole next 10, 15, 20 episodes is going to be Yuga and his team learning this new mechanic, mastering this new mechanic so that they can face Neil again and defeat Neil. Neil's an alien. <laughs> Excuse me? Bold yes. prediction. What a thing to drop He had, he had parents. Okay. Alien parents. I, I, it's it's a bold prediction. Listen, this trying to pick this duel result stresses me out to no end because it's, you know, uh, picking against the protagonist is is always a risky decision. In fact, Isn't I'm 0 two when I pick against the protagonist. Yeah. The only time picking against the protagonist worked was Rook Yuga very early on. Yeah, I think my only one of my biggest my first loss was picking against the protagonist. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. it's never a good idea. Yeah. But there's just something that feels different about this duel, even more so than when Roa and Yuga. Dueled. When Roa and Yuga dueled, it felt more, I don't want to say comedic. That's not the right word. But it felt a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole concert and the fangirls and fanboys right. watching. Absolutely. This, this, feels this duel feels a little more sinister. And based on what we saw in the preview, Neil looks serious. Yuga looks terrified. Right. And we know that Neil is going to be the one utilizing the new summoning technique. I do want to play devil's advocate there. I think any serious duel worth hyping up is going to have Yuga looking um, terrified, looking terrified regardless of outcome. Yeah. I disagree. I think you could show him being angry or serious as well rather than terrified. I, I think there's maybe a small bo- line there, but mm. I think showing a character being scared, a character as calm and collected 
as Yuga. We're not talking about Rook uh, being scared against the cat. Yuga has never shown that emotion at all. Right, that's why it's important that but he shows it here against a sinister, his first serious... Serious right. duel. That's how exactly. you build up the duel exactly. regardless of the outcome. Exactly. He's showing somebody in a position they've never been in before. Right. So it's not him being vulnerable, I guess you could even say, is the word. Vulnerable, he, like, yeah. He always seems to have a way out of everything, but clearly there he looks vulnerable like he doesn't know what he should do. Yeah. But... That doesn't mean he's not going to figure it out. It's almost like, uh, I wonder how Yuga's going to get out of this. Like, that's what came through my head when I saw that. S- exactly. Like, you exactly. Were saying, like, you were thinking, oh, yeah, like, that, that, Yuga, that, that means fear shows Yuga's not going to win. Yeah, my I completely is, disagree with gonna that. That's going to show Yuga's going to pull something out of his bag of tricks to find a way to, at the very least, draw no result or win. He's not dueling a massage chair. I do want to say but that. that also he's, ends up being terrifying. At, for the I, I agree with that. He's dueling the character that is poised to be right. Sure, that is poised to be the the main antagonist of this arc. Sure. Okay. It, it, there's there's deeper stakes here. Exactly. Yeah. But if this arc is ending in rumored to be ending in four episodes, right? Twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Does it kill the arc if after these two episodes, Neil loses? It would hurt Neil's character. But does Neil's character necessarily need to be in the rest of the show? Well, I would, I would think so, based on the the parallel but and I'm the, the connection the, to Otis. But I'm saying in the, and like he would be in the show, but not in the capacity that he is now, in or in the yeah. role that he is now. He could end up being someone that helps them a ton. And he might in the future. Because they I, might, their common goal could be to find Otis. I think, and if he beats them, he could be like, they could be like, so why are you doing this, right? So episode twenty-five could be, this is the reason for all of this. I'm trying to find Otis because of X, Y, and Z. Episode twenty-six could be them finding something that looks like it could be where Otis is, and that ends the arc. Could it could it could. I it's just, not out of their own possibility. I, it's not out of their own possibility. I just have more stock in the the six losses plot line that that Neil is not going to lose until they are on the fence of getting that sixth loss, and that's when Neil is going to take his first loss. That still does loom over me, and that 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 is why I, I and that's why I draw no results. I was close to picking exactly. That way, your protagonist doesn't lose. But I I just I. Hard, it's hard to convince me right now that Yuga is going to straight up beat Neil. I think that... Because then this whole loss plot line is, is yeah. done. What I was know. the point? I know. They all gathered together to talk about this. Yep. Yeah. And we still have Bakura and Khan. Pro- Bakura. I don't Bakuro. think... I don't think they're getting a duel in this. Maybe not this season, but early so next either. season. No, but I, I remember the season's rumored to be ending. I either. think that they did that just to show who's... Who is still going to play a part in this show. Not necessarily in this aspect, or they're just showing who else is on the line, not necessarily who else is going to be dueling. That, that's fair. But you can agree that bringing all those characters together with the sole purpose of discussing the current situation of mm-hmm. the penalties yeah. already being at one. In fact, that was a big plot point when um, when the ramen kid was dueling the alien. He was like, oh, I don't yeah. want to give the team the second loss. I don't see how Neil loses in the stool, and then that just goes away. Now that would seem kind of sloppy. I could now. Right. This is right. I mean, me, you're right. Yeah, this is making me really think it's going to be a draw no result. 
I could see it being a draw or no result. And because they didn't win, they get an X. So Yuga doesn't lose, but he still hurts the team. I could see that. Right? I mean, I could. I, I didn't see the Mimi Yoshio thing coming, yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't. The, I'm not canceling. There's already been out. the Mimi Yoshio loophole. Where yeah. Technically, they won, but, but they didn't. They also lost. Yeah. So I can see something right, very you failed similar. to defeat me, even though we you drew. did not beat yeah. me, and so you get an X. Yeah. And then they'll be like really mad about it. He'll like disappear into whatever room or like he doesn't go down. Like it'll be something like he floats up into a different room. Right, or that would you be know? cool because yeah. it would be different than like ascending, else falling. Yeah. yeah, right. I like and that. And then he's I wouldn't say he's gone, but then they're kind of put into a different task. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, which kind of. Like, I don't know. I think right in my head, drawing a result's like 60%. I don't know why I didn't pick it. Yeah, it's just a hard result to it's pick. I just it's can't very hard get result. myself to pick that. That's I mean, thing. I mean, it, there's just really two uh, – there's a few different angles of it, and I don't think it's ever a bad decision to just pick the protagonist exactly. in a Yu-Gi-Oh. It's yeah. never. The protagonist is going to lose. I mean, on average, a protagonist is going to lose three times. He's already lost once. So it's never a bad idea. In these tight duels to pick the protagonist, it's never a bad idea. I also need to. So even though again, I'm I'm high on the Neil stock here. I mean, listen, I don't feel that confident about it. No, nothing's that confident. Yeah, this is a tough duel to pick. I also need to point out that in the one full Yu-Gi-Oh I've seen, the protagonist never lost. That's true. That's <laughs> that's true. So in my head, it's the like protagonist really, really, really hard. Yeah, in Arc Five, to see him like lose a duel where it's not like you know with him and Rook. It's like, it was like a friendly duel type thing. So it was like, a duel with like something on the line. Yes. Now yeah. for the first time, it seems like there's something on the line. Right, but I think about it, and there's there's, and I will have to wait for more detail in the episode. But what's on the line right now? Like this is their big confrontation, but it's not like they have the five penalties. If they had the five penalties and Yuga was going to duel Neil, I would say well, Yuga's winning. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt that Yuga's winning, but they don't have five penalties. So the whole thought of Neil's not going to do anything because he's not going to go back on his word. He unless you know something changes in this episode, he's not going to do anything to rush dueling and their accounts unless they get to six X's. Just because he beats Yuga, he's going to say, "All right, that's your second right, penalty." Because cheating is not in his providence. Cheating's not in his providence, and so I just feel like there's not, even though like this is an intense duel coming up. There's not a crazy amount on the line. No. And that always favors the character dueling against the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete just says right here, I don't feel great about the pick. It, I just feel it's a it's the better story for Neil to win. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but that's what he feels. Yeah, like and I, I don't feel story. great about the pick yeah. either. Yeah, I I'm have a crack theory. All right, well, oh you know Lord. we love those. Um, so you said that Mimi's there, three... Goha heads are there. Also. We don't know if they're at in the duel, but yes, in the episode. they're in the episode. Yes, yes. So, what if the duel like is about to start and gets interrupted, and then like the other three heads duel like Gakuto, Roman, and Rook. I mean, and like just obliterate them. Like that's what episode twenty four ends up being, or not? Like it gets interrupted at the end of twenty three, and twenty four is them three obliterating them. Boom, boom, boom! All of a sudden. They're at four. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, definitely, still not, a, it's definitely a crack theory. Still not enough. It's not, but then it's not, yeah. Mimi comes into play in some way, shape, or form as well. 
Now I feel like we're stretching to quickly get losses. Exactly. That, well, that's what, uh, but yeah. what I'm saying is if something else happens in terms of, like, they get other exes during this duel, yeah, it could end up being that Yuga does end up winning, but oh, there's so much going on before their duel actually can come to its, like, conclusion. Maybe. I mean, they seem pretty invested, Roman, Rook, and Gagato, in the duel going on in the 23 preview. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to get pulled away. By the Goha members. But I'm not saying they get pulled away and, like, they're just like, hey, come duel me. Like, again, it's a crack theory. It's definitely a crack theory. But, like, they get dropped into the floor. Yeah, I mean, I guess. The three of them. And now they're in a one-on-one room. They're gone. So he doesn't even have his fan club cheering him on. Like, it's just Yuga and Mm -hmm. Neil. But instead of seeing what's going on there, like... Yuga stops and he's like, "Well, like, like tries to figure out what happened to them." And in that time, they're all dueling a different head of Goha. Yeah. Again, crack theory. But yeah. It's something that could get you those X's very quickly and would kind of make sense. It would make. I, I just I, don't see it happening. I I don't. But again, just just but crack theorying it out to justify. Yeah. I had a thought while yeah. you were saying all this. Another crack theory, but maybe something a little bit more plausible. We know Neil probably would never cheat. Right. Because it's not in his providence. Right. It doesn't mean Goha, as a corporation, wouldn't. So imagine mid-duel, they're dueling, it's serious, Yuga's on the ropes. Goha Corporation here decides to give Yuga those four losses. Mm-hmm. Just on it, just the whole team. And, and, and puts Neil in a very sticky situation because it's not his providence to win that way. No. Kind of like what happened with Lightning and Bowman, to a degree. Exactly. We've seen it in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah, definitely could. Like it's not could. meant to happen like that. They definitely so could. So how could, how could Neil win? How could Neil, with it, with good conscience, win that way? The only thing that I would not like about that is we have not seen any sort of interaction between Neil and Goha. And I feel like having prior interaction between them where you could tell there's tension, I think would make for better storytelling. We, it, I agree. We haven't, but we do have Mimi and three other... Um, heads of Goha in this episode. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I'm just not putting too much stock into it. No, I'm not either. But it's just, it's an idea. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely a valid idea. Yeah. Sure. The yeah. one thing that could possibly tie together the six losses with a potential Yuga win. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, clearly, guys, we are divided on this upcoming dual outcome. Uh, but I think we can all agree that it's going to be an exciting couple of episodes. I'm very excited. Very excited to see the new method, to see the what ends up happening in this duel and in this episode. Uh, it's going to be great. And if you do enjoy watching the episode live as it airs in Japan, you can always catch my watch-alongs and pre-shows, which take place every 6 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. So... Don't miss it this week. This is going to be a big duel. There's going to be a big moment where we see a new type of summoning or a new type of mechanic. It's it's a pre-show and a watch long you're going to want to catch. Um, but hell let's um yeah. hell yeah. Let's do a couple more donations. I just want to read one comment that Davis said. Yeah, of course. He said how mad Dill going to be if Roman loses a duel off screen like Specter. Oh <laughs> no no no. Yeah well. Oh no no no. Yeah, I, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Then I was pissed when it happened to Spectre. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm, while you start doing donuts, I'm going to go to the bathroom. All right, dude. Okay, I'll see you bye. Later, bro. Thanks for everything. You're welcome. Thanks for Yu Gi Oh! Bye, Nick T. See you, man. See you, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, start it back off. Pat Karen G donated $5. Thank you, Patrick. Pat. I appreciate that, man. Um, said 
any anime you recommend? I've been thinking for the past six months. Wow. Well, it sucks that Nick T's not here because Nick T is like an anime binger. So yeah. Um, I would, I would. Say, well, I, I, I don't really know what type of anime you like. I've really been enjoying Fire Force. That's like the only other anime that I've been watching on a weekly basis. Haven't seen the last two episodes, but I've been enjoying it. Uh, the action is really good. The story is very intriguing to me. Um, Death Parade is a really short one, a really emotional, powerful one. 12 episodes. Um, what else would I recommend? If you're into, like, intense stuff, like more adult intense stuff, like pretty gruesome, Psychopaths is, is really enjoyable as well. Um, and Code Geass is a classic if you haven't seen it already. I Yeah, I would say definitely Code Geass. I'm very partial on SAO, Sword Art Online. Um, those are my two recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> watch Calibre, anime. Calibre I really don't know. He doesn't really watch the genre outside I've of you. I've, I've always heard, um, now let's see if I can get this right, is Demon Slayer is one of them? Yep. Yeah. I've heard that's really good. And um, Hunter Hunter, I heard, is really yep. good. Yep. And Bleach. then there was one more, but I can't remember what it is. Um, There's a lot of good shows, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, like I've everybody like I feel like that I know that has that watches or has watched an anime. There was like, oh no, this one and that one are really good, and like always, they mm -hmm. always have yeah like, stuff to point out. Yeah, anime fans love giving recommendations. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they do. And if someone likes a show that you don't necessarily like, that's their opinion. It's your opinion, so. Got to stick with that. Oh, my yeah. hero! I think is the other one I was thinking. Right? Of. Yeah, my hero. That's. I used to have a poster of it. Yeah, it, very good show too. I mean, I, I enjoy it. You just stay out of the the fan the insane fandom on Twitter, and you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. You're gonna go places. Um, and I I have to represent Kay and and suggest Idolish <laughs> Seven. Right. Idolish Seven. <laughs> Kay, yes. Watch Idolish Seven. Nick T. Yeah. Do you have any anime to recommend? To Pat, for to Pat, Pat Karenji. Just watch Evangelion. Everyone should watch Evangelion. Oh. I'm surprised. No, no it's... It. it's like Everyone watch Gundam Iron Blooded yeah, Orphans. Watch, <laughs> I, I don't know. I love For Gundam. For best Gundam, Gundam ever. Gundam, yeah. <laughs> but, like, still probably one of the, the few anime that's, like, legitimately changed my life. <laughs> How did it legitimately change your life? It's just a masterpiece. Not but, even joking. But it, it changed your life. Yeah, it's very introspective. The series specifically, not even necessarily the end of the show, but the last two episodes of that show, like, are incredibly introspective. You're getting choked up. No, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Damn, I might have to watch the show. Did you yeah. like it more than uh, Kogias? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because wow. it's not it's not about that. It's like it's it's a, it's a it's a it's an anime that's about giant robots. That's really not about giant robots, right? At all, right? Yeah. Much like Ask Code, yes. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in yeah. a very different way. Yeah. It's much more psychological, much more cerebral. Pete, actually, if you cried. Yeah, Did I cry? Say. Yes. Wow. What anime have made you Whoa. cry? Um, Better questions, which anime have not made you cry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I would have to say that, too. Like, even the other, like, series and stuff that I, like, can't remember right now, I feel like... Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens is the first anime I haven't cried at yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> well. Are you talking like about for real? me now or me as like a as like a ten year old? Both. Prince of Tennis made me cry. Did it? Yeah, it was just yeah. a great ace. Yeah. Well, uh, the, <laughs> the ace made me cry. <laughs> no, like I mean, Pokemon, of course, the yeah. movie, the, especially the movie. the movie. Oh my god, Dragon the movie! Z, um, 
I've recently uh, you know, got choked up during the uh, end of um, the season two of uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, um, yeah. During that, during that scene. Not during no, that scene. Dylan. Stop! What? Please stop bringing that up. Um. If I had it my way, I would just completely remove that from yeah. the series yeah, because it's just That's it's the only scene I know. So whenever I think of Sword Art Online, I just no, but no, it. it's actually like the last like three episodes. I'm like, wait, is this what they're doing? Oh, they're doing this. Okay. Yeah, that's that like, yep. yeah. Yeah, you just gotta go along for the ride. Yeah, so it's worth it in the end. I'll, I'll explain it later. Oh, I thought I'm you not were talking about that scene. That no, not that no! scene. No, no. Terrific. Oh um, my god. Jesus Christ. I have yeah. no idea what you guys are talking about. It's we'll explain it. We'll tell you no, when yeah. we don't have to. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, a lot of anime have made me cry, sure. All right, that's fair. So there you go, Pat. Yeah, but you do I watch Evangelion, all of it. Watch the rebuilds, whatever. But really watch the series. Yep. And thank you for the donation, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, where did I scroll back? Uh, next dono is from X Slayer sixty four. Thank you, X Slayer. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I appreciate that. Donated ten dollars. Wow, thank you, dude. Mm. That is a very nice donation. I appreciate it. Yes, he said hi, everyone. Hope uh, you've had a good day. Yeah. Um, I kind of am going to predict that Otis will appear during the middle of a duel wow. and might give Yuga Dark ma Magician or a summoning mechanic monster of his own. Well. If we Otis does that, it would have to and be that's voiceless. possible, yeah, yep. I it's would possible. It'd either have to be in twenty-four. He'd have to be in twenty-four or voiceless or voiceless. Um, if that happens, then Yuga's gonna win. Uh, I, 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 it's as simple as that. If Otis does that and goes through the efforts like he did against Roa when Yuga dueled him, Yuga will win. So X Slayer, I have to hope for my prediction that that does not happen. <laughs> if Otis comes up and and does what you just said he you're predicting him to do, then Yuga will win the duel, in my opinion. I um, X Slayer, thank you for the donation. As always, man, I really appreciate it. I want to say, even though I picked Yuga and I love Otis and I like the idea of y Yuga getting a new card, I would di I would have a problem with that. I don't really. Think you, I don't think Yuga needs another X Machina, um, this X Machina win. What does that mean? Like it just like a god in the machine. Like it's literally like advance out of the two players' hands, just like showing up and hey, like just like in Roa, like. He was going to lose because th he, these are the rules. You can't have this card. And right. then, boom, Otis shows up. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the deal. Yuga wins. Um, another one of those is just like it, – it, it, it's, it's a phrase used in like, light, like any kind of movie. It's when like it's supposed to go one way and something complete like God himself just shows up and makes the outcome change. I feel like it's a big – trope for protagonists in any sort in anything of show yeah to yeah. get a win when they absolutely shouldn't exactly that's 100 percent it exactly yeah. and so that's why i would have it like it's it's a trope and it's for him it's happened twice to yuga in such a short span i'd be like come on really especially from the same character yeah that's fair but it would be cool i mean i, I mean come on excellent thank you man that's fair um, next dono is from Legendary Duels, donated $5. JC, thank you, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Uh, said, Rook is still a number one. Epic final turn. Curious to see who will finally take him down and how it will affect him. Hashtag Rook always wins. If it was Rook yeah. versus Neil, would your pick change or would you still pick against Neil? 100% would pick Neil. I'd pick Neil. I'd pick it, Neil. It, would be, it would be the time for Rook to lose. Yeah. Um, Legendary, that's a good question. I, I honestly, I got to be honest with you, I have not felt since Rook beat Yuga, which was his first duel, 
That Rook has been threatened by any of the duels he's been no, in. No, dude, the guy's a pro. Schrodinger, yeah. easy win. Oh, my God. This character, easy win. Um, Omino Ushido, easy win. Mm-hmm. Mad Max, even though Caliber picked against him, easy win. He's got our money. Um, it's all right. So every duel that Rook's been in has not worried me. Um, that, and that's not to take anything away from him, JC. I, I like Rook a lot. I think he is the best duelist in the universe at the moment. But it's going to be really interesting when he does duel someone at the caliber of a Yuga um, or even like a Roman uh, who's got a few wins under her belt. Actually, besides Yuga and Rook, the, mo- the character that has the most wins is Roman. Um, or a Roa who can pull off some wins. Or a Neil or a main antagonist. I'm very interested to see when the matches start to get a little harder for Rook, how he's able to handle them. But for now, he's dueling. He's beating who he should beat, and that's what matters. And Rook's doing well. I think you should put some respect on Yoshio's name. Because you're 0-2 in duels with him? No, because he's got a, he has the same amount. No, wait. The same amount or more wins than Gakuto? More. Mm. More wins than yeah. Gakuto. My left thumb has more wins than Gakuto. You weren't going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I'm in danger. Wow, that was that oh. was dicey. <laughs> that I was, was gonna say thumb. Yeah, sure. What did you think I was gonna say? Nothing. Never mind. Moving on. Nothing. Moving on up. <laughs> anyway, thank you, JC. I hope you're doing well, yeah. man. I do want to say I think you saying he, Rook uh, hasn't like had a um, threat isn't a, a slight against his character at all. I think that's no, just a, that's a no. testament. Did people take it? As a no, slight? no. I'm just saying because you you even cl- clarified. Yeah, like, no, I think that's a, a testament to how. Consistent good. he is and how yeah. he gets the job done. Yeah, yeah just no one's been good enough to beat him. Yeah, yeah. And listen, Omino Ushido yeah. put up a decent challenge. Yeah, great episode. Yeah, Schrodinger was more of a duel against himself than Schrodinger, but huh. it was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next dono is from Pat Karenjeet again, donated uh, five dollars. Thank you so much, Pat. Uh, said COVID has given me the ability to play games. I never thought I w- would have. Sorry, I never would have thought to play. I'm liking Metal, Metal Gear Solid and Sly Cooper. We were just talking about we we that's talking so about weird. Sly Cooper, because Caliber brought up something about Valkyrie and uh, Honor Among Thieves, no, and I was so Sly about Cooper 100 is 100 thieves and then 100 thieves transferring it into a Sly Cooper. Yeah, we were talking which about is good. Ray. It's valid. So Sly Cooper is a great game. It's a fantastic um, series. One, one of, yeah, I mean, that's a series that at some the point best. I will probably do a 24-hour stream mm-hmm. playing all the games in that series um, over on Twitch. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic series, Patrick, and I hope you're enjoying it. Um, my least favorite is probably the first one. Um, I loved Sly 2. I really enjoyed 3, and I enjoyed 4 a lot as well. Um, I really enjoyed all the Sly games, and... Uh, Probably two, four, three, one is my order. But let me know what you think when you finish up. One's your least favorite. One's my least favorite. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The story's not bad, but the gameplay, I, I it's think a little. Is I mean, it's a dated. little pre- primitive. Yeah, it's I dated. Know. Yeah, uh, Dill. Yeah, um, Alex Vermi said, um, "Gakuto." Yeah. Equals the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. Gakuto's not that bad. I mean, the Jets are 0 8. Gakuto's only 0 2. So Gakuto's not that bad. He's on his way. Yeah, well, he is. But no, we'll Gakuto's. See. Come on. That's um, disrespectful to Gakuto. Yeah, a little bit. Really disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Metal Gear Solid series is I've never fantastic. Played, yeah. Dude, co- co- it's written by the first. Yoko? Uh, no, five. Well, I guess that's most. That's all of them. Um, he, even though his name was taken off, Kojima, the guys, it's the it's the brainchild of Kojima, who is an absolute genius. That's right. The, like the guy, 
Also, great just taste in 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 everything. The, the guy's a genius. He's I never played the games, but I've never heard someone that's played them and not like them say anything bad about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few misses, but in the main series, it is other than yeah. five is f- fantastic. Yeah. Well, enjoy your games, Pat. Thank you, man. Yeah, very good choices. Mm-hmm. Um, next dono is from Nicholas Horton. Donated five pounds. Nick. Nicholas, thank wow. you, man. Mm-hmm. What up? Said, could Mr. Goha be an alien? And we're in lockdown again for a month. Oh, yeah, UK. UK did announce that. They have a four-week, I think it starts tomorrow. It's a four-week, like, full lockdown. Nicholas, um, good luck, man. Uh, It's important to stay in and stay healthy, and the lockdowns are supposed to stop the spread. So and our lockdown will probably start right when yours is done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or you know, we're, we're coming up. I mean, we might have to go back to remote streams like we did when I really hope not. Yeah, I, I hope not either. Being isolated. No, it's tough. No, it's tough. I don't miss um, it yeah, there's a lot of challenges that come with isolation. So, um, Nicholas, hopefully you'll use my channel and us as an outlet to kind of just you know forget about the world and enjoy yourself. I know I I love hanging out with you guys for that reason, so I can forget about things as well. But um, thank you again for. Another donation. I mean, the amount of support you have given me monetarily over the years now has just been, I mean, incredible. So thank you, man. And uh, good luck with the lockdown. And, you know, just stay healthy, wash your hands, and wear a mask. Thank you, man. Yep. Next two donos are from The Link. Okay. The Link. The The first one is Genzel Sorrel. I might be mispronouncing. Donated $5. Genzel Sorrel. I don't know Genzel if I have ever. Um, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I, if I if I recognize the name, but Genzel, if it's your first time around the channel or just commenting, welcome, uh, welcome and welcome, thank welcome. you for the donation. Extremely unnecessary. Always appreciated. Thank you so much for the five dollar donation, my man. Um, Gakuto. Very short message, and it's a prediction. Gakuto going to use red eyes. You want to talk about saving your character from a dueling perspective? That dude, it would launch him. <laughs> it would launch him. I wouldn't hate to see it. <laughs> no, I it wouldn't no make very much it. sense. But be let, let cool. me th- let me tell you something about these legendary monsters. You know the the summon the summon skull and the red eyes and the dark magician. I don't care who uses them if they're in the show. As long as they appear, if they appear in, a, in, in the show, way, yeah. if they appear in the show, my last thought is going to be why why did X Y and Z use that yeah, card? I'd be hyped. I'm going to be hyped no matter what, and I think it would be great for whatever character uses it. So you know what, Genzel, I hope you're right. I really do. I hope you're right. Um, and thank you for the donation and the uh, the nice prediction. Uh, church of Flapple, thank you for the $5 donation. Ooh, the Currently church. low on church money, so I'll be donating a little less this time around. Yeah, please. Stop. Come yeah, on. if you're low on no, any money, don't, don't donate. Even think about yeah, honestly, it. If, you're, if, you're, if you're low on finances, do not, don't donate at all, please. Um, you got to have yourself in check and comfortable before you can support not just me, anyone mm-hmm. like that. So... Relax, church. You're good. But thank you. I mean, thank you. Now I feel bad. Also, clearly the special guest will be Rachel. Who else could it be? Also, subscribe to Kate Everything or Repent. I'm not familiar with the channel. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that channel. Yeah, I've never heard of the channel. But um, church, thank you so much. I'll go through a couple more with the link. Yep. Dylan, thank you for the $2 donation, D-Flood. I am prematurely declaring victory over your Pick'em League. Ooh. Um, who said that? D-Flood. Prematurely. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, you got the reference. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's good, D-Flood. 
That's funny, man. Um, you you can have victory over my my pick and league. Listen, twenty picks in, I am not doing very well. Fifteen and five, it's not where I want to be. Um, you know, right now I'm at seventy five percent. I would have liked to be at around eighty, eighty five percent. You know, so not where I want to be. Um, and Mega Karibo, thank you for the six dollar and sixty six donation. Six 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 up in this booth. <laughs> thank you, man. Hey, Dill, Kate, Cal, and Nick T. Just wanted to say hi. Hey, Looking forward to watching the VOD later today. Oh, thank you. Hoping you guys all stay safe in these trying times. And thanks again for hours of entertainment. P.S. Hell, Luke, Devil, Mega Karibo. Yeah. Thank you, my friend, for the uh, donation. Thank you guys also for Luke using the Devil. link because again, I do get a much higher percentage from the link than um, YouTube, the Super Chat. Either way, though, no matter which way you are donating, if you are, thank you so much regardless. Um, yeah, stay safe, Mega Karibo, and I hope you enjoy listening to this VOD. It was mostly a preview for what's to come rather than an episode review, but sometimes it works that way. Hell yeah. So I hope you're having a good day, my man. Um, next dono is from Wandering Soul, donated $5. Thank you, Wandering. Thank um, you. Said, I say go big. Uh, they should make something new slash unique, but I can see them going for fusion and then adding the rest later as a tribute to the OG TCG. Wandering Soul, thank you for the donation. Thank you for contributing to the conversation. We, we appreciate it. Um, I mean, what he said is, uh, I think, exactly how I feel. I think it's a lot of, I think it's exactly how a lot of us feel. You know, we would like to see something unique, I think. I think seeing unique would be cool. Mm -hmm. You know, go all in on rush dueling. Make something unique to rush dueling. You don't need to copy, you know, effect for effect what's going on in the main version of the game. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Either way, Soul, thank you so much for the donation. Thank you, dude. Um, so there were two... Uh, Donos from Pat Karenjeet. He donated once and then retracted his message and mm -hmm. donated a second time. Okay, thank um, you so much, Pat. So we'll say that it was a $10 donation because it was two fives. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously, man. Thank you. Thank um, you. Message is Yuga loses and maybe Rook steps in. Rush Dragon and Seven's Road Fusion, maybe? Huh? I could see that. That'd be crazy. That's another route that it could go. And Patrick, thank you for two more donations. That's a route that it could go that I um, haven't really spoken of. But what if Yuga loses um, to Neil and then a character from the group steps in and tries to defeat Neil? Now, maybe Neil will just quickly get back-to-back -back wins. But that is how maybe the season is. What if the season ended with Neil beating Yuga and Rook back-to-back -back because he was that strong? Wow. How insane of an how an ominous of an ending would that be? Right. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden the team goes from one to three losses. Yeah. Now now Doc, it's getting now, now it's steps. Yeah. Nah, well then it's four losses. But I mean I think that would be then things that like really heat up a yeah. lot. Yeah. I don't know the idea of seeing a character duel for four episodes straight. Although we saw it with Yuga kind of early on. Actually, uh, well yeah maybe the first four episodes, but that was it. Since the first four episodes, they've actually been pretty good with spreading out who's dueling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's interesting, Patrick. Thank you for the uh, the donation. And the All right. We have one more dono. Okay. Uh, X Slayer donated. Uh, t uh sorry, twenty dollars. Oh, oh my God, X Slayer! Yeah. Thank you so much, dude. X Slayer. Thank you so much. Um. X Slayer. <laughs> X Slayer. Thank you, dude. Seriously, man. 
Um, I don't know what that was. Just <laughs> off like of that. topic. It's uh, <laughs> fine. We love going off topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who else is nervous to see um, many games having more files? Hold on. More file size to download. Like, for example, Black Ops Cold War for my Xbox around 95 gigabytes. But <laughs> if I get the new console, it'd be double that size. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, it's going to be wild. I mean, that's a concern that I think a lot of people have as we're getting to more advanced technology, as we're getting to more advanced hardware, as we're getting to just more advanced games in the gaming world. Mm. Uh, data. F I mean, I Red Dead Two came with two, two discs. discs. Two discs. I'm sure there's. I'm sure you've probably experienced that X-Layer where you yeah. have a data disc. Yeah. And the only point of that is to just get data, and that's not even all the data. That's not all the data. Then you have to put in the gameplay disc, and there's more downloads. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. Well, I think. Especially with Call of Duty, the game, the Call of Duty game that's out now that came with like Warzone, it's like a 200 plus gigabit download on computer, like on PC. Oh my god! Oh lord! And they have updates, and the updates are just enormous, like every time. Yeah. And it got to the point where like I had to move a lot of my soft storage stuff, like on the SSD, onto the hard drive, like yeah. because nothing fit on on this it was literally just call of duty yeah so i literally had to move it to the hard drive in order to actually have free space to download things which is absurd it's one game it's absolutely absurd and that is a massive concern that i think all of us know about and are aware of as x slayer mentioned and x slayer thank you for that donation that is a yeah. very 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 generous donation so thank you man i seriously yeah, appreciate yeah. it that um, is a concern that I think a lot of people have, but it doesn't really get talked about that much, I feel like. I mean, but that, that is something that, um, you know, I've had to delete games to make more room. And this is PS4. PS5 is just going to get bigger. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have to get in the habit of when you're not playing a game anymore, you're going to have to delete it. Yeah. But then if you ever, that's what I hate about modern day, man. The N64 was never like this. No. N64, you stick the game in, you play whatever you want. Yeah. GameCube, you have the memory card. Yeah. Well, but even then, the memory card. But you just have five memory cards. Yeah. You rotate them. And, yeah. and like with this, if you get a craving to play Call of Duty, but you've deleted it, guess what? It's going to take three hours to download yep. again. Yeah. Like that sucks, man. Yeah. That sucks. The Last of Us Two is the same thing. And I get that's right. That Last of Us Two. Uh, Last of Us Two, I got digitally. So uh, I. Yeah. So I didn't experience it. Um, and I that, get every game digitally now because I'm probably going forward, and I, I love getting it in yeah. the cases. I love getting the actual feel well, of the game. I don't think we get much of an option. Well, yeah, I guess we yeah. do get a literal option, but like, well, I'm saving the money on the yeah. PS5. I'm just going to get the digital. The, yeah, way, the way I've looked at it, and it makes sense, I think, in terms of just being more careful, is if you buy the digital game, right, and for whatever reason, like you, once you buy it, it is always on your account. Right. Right. So. If you have a disc and, you know, one day you can't find it, you put it in the wrong case, or someone steps on it and cracks the, dic the disc in half, <laughs> guess what? You have no game. You can't play it anymore. <laughs> the, w the one time in... 22 episodes, I have a spoonerism <laughs> like Dylan and everybody can't speak. Can we get a quote on that? You crack the dicks in half? <laughs> the disc in half. What a time to have a speech slip up. <laughs> Nixie, you heard that, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. At least you didn't say you have spoonerisms. 
<laughs> I, I suffer from it. No. Um, Caliber, thank you, you for talking to us about discs and dicks alike. Um, X Slayer, thank you for the donation. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, brother. Come on, man. All right, I guess he's going to the bathroom. X Slayer, he's gone. He's out of sight. Thank you for the donation. Are we done? <laughs> We're no. going to start promoting. No. You don't want to promote your game? So. Um, Goose turning through the link, but let me read to you first, and then we'll jump over the link so we can wrap things up. Goose! Um, Captain Rex donated uh, $2 and $2. Thank you, Um, Cammie. Thank you so much. Said, I have an idea for the title of next episode. Okay. Neil Cybers is up. Neil Cybers (laughs) is up. That could work. Actually, I like that one a lot. I like that. Yeah. We might take that, unless there's something that, you know, we figure out before. We might take that one, Cammie. Thank you for the donation. And then you have Dunk a link machine. from Goose. Seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Seven seven seven. Goose, thank no, you no, so no, much. No, thank no, all no, of you no. guys. You guys were very nice to me tonight. Thank you. Yeah, right. Although you always are. Um, <laughs> Nikki Nick, Baller Cal, Super Kate, and our great host Dylan. Thank you, Goose. And to everyone else, be amazing. Strive for greatness and keep things PG. Positively, Goose. Also, I pick Neil. So, me, Goose, wow. and Pete pick Neil. These three pick Yuga. And, of course, make sure you make your pick known. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pick'em at gmail.com. It's linked right there down below in the description. Make sure you submit your vote. Get the vote out um, mm-hmm. for Neil versus Yuga. And, Goose, thank you so much for that very kind, very generous donation. And thank you for a very nice message, as you always give us. Yes. I don't really have too much to promote. You guys know the deal here on Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, Dead Channel, all that good stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> I will let these lovely people... Thank you all so much for joining me again. Oh, Episode cool, 22 cool. has been a blast. I will let you lovely people promote your stuff. I know you guys got a lot of exciting things you're working on. Um, too much. Kate, go ahead. Um, yeah, I am working on a lot of exciting things, actually. Um that's a lie. I'm not. Uh, just go Aww. follow me on Twitter, uh, Kate Barney, Instagram, if you have it. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um. <laughs> all right, I like this. I like this. Yeah, keep going. Okay. So first, I wanted to just um, I wanted to read a comment before I pr- or promoted my stuff. Um, Dragon Claw said, "What if the monster Neil uses is the long-awaited." Topologina Navy. <laughs> yeah, we've been yes. waiting for Navy. We've been waiting for Navy. Um, but besides that, I have a Twitch channel. I believe it is in the description below. It is Cal Breezy. Um, this week's been kind of hectic, but starting next week, work's not going to be that busy. So I plan on streaming three or four days a week going forward, uh, playing all different games i'll play with dylan and nick t and kate so oh yeah you'll see them around sometimes too yeah. and um you can just come and hang follow say hello whatever it's uh it's always a good time beautiful well said nick t. um so first off actually before i promote anything i do want to apologize to everyone that follows me on twitch or expected me to to, to stream on twitch uh this weekend all 15 of you or so um <laughs> i um sunday had a, i caught up on you know had a lot of homework to catch up on and okay yeah you go um had some homework to catch up on i just couldn't make it in time and then uh monday jordan ended up staying over so i just decided not to stream but this sunday we will be streaming uh twitch.tv slash nick fights moms it is in the description um 
we're going to finish up Castlevania Aria of Sorrow and just go from there. But I'm going to drop a link that don't, doesn't have in the description yet because it's new, but it's the link Ooh. to my um, new solo project's Instagram um, nameling. I'm um, actually announcing it on Instagram tonight, probably as soon as we uh, finish. But um, first, first um, single, Magic 8-Ball, uh, live December 4th. Actually, in, in the description for um, that Instagram, you can find a link tree that has a link to my Twitch, um, a pre-save link for that first single, so go check that out. Um, and um, Oh, and the EP, Ask Again by Nameling, comes out January 15th, 2021, my <gasps> birthday. Birthday boy! So that'll be, that'll birthday be a good time. Boy. Please, I could use as many likes or, and follows as I can get on this new Instagram, so please, if you have an Instagram, go follow it. If you have Spotify Premium, actually any Spotify account, go pre-save the song in the link tree. Um, it really helps. So thank you guys so much. Um, I also just want to point out that you keep looking at that camera. Oh, but it's right <laughs> here. I hate that he does this. Oh, no, no. I hate that oh, he does this. no. Um, it's okay, Nick T. And we I also love, love that he left it on that one. And I'm like, not now you're in, out of it. Now I'm not in the frame at all. So that's Squeeze great. Here, yo, let's over. Here we go. We call this scooting over everything. I now because his hey. monitor's off, I can't even tell if you're in or not. Yeah, I can't we're tell. Gonna we're we're going to have to wait for the latency to <laughs> yeah. pick it up. Yeah, so we're birthday 20 seconds boy. later. Um, birthday yeah, it's boy. my birthday. Yeah, January f I'm a Capricorn. So I am a Pisces. Nice. I am a Capricorn and I am 2 days before Nick T. Right. So yeah. it'll be our birthday present. Um and uh yeah, it'll be a good time. Please, yeah. Also, actually, I guess if you're on Facebook, oh, wow, you it's oh, also, um, I just created a Facebook for it, too, and a Twitter, all Nameling NJ. So just, like, go wherever in <laughs> platform you got, go give me a like, Nameling yeah. NJ. Yeah, NJ stands for Nick Jr., right? Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's okay. exactly Nick, 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 Nick. Yeah, we're good. Nickelodeon. So definitely follow that. Nick T is amazing. Obviously doing a lot of great things. We're I'm trying for that. Uh, Jump Festa maybe a live performance. <gasps> oh yeah, if maybe a few things involving promotion and this channel. Yeah, so we'll to be really determined. Uh, Caliber is a cool dude too. Follow him over on Twitch. And Pete's not here, but please follow Pete. All of his stuff is down below as well. He does a NFL podcast. If anyone's interested in that, with my, uh, our mutual friend Brian, good friend of mine as well. Um, down below in the description and follow Kate on Twitter. She's a cool girl. Thank you all so cool much. Girl. Thanks. Your way, uh, your did welcome. you did you want to see the guest? Yes, the guest. Oh yes, we so have to we forgot about that. I can confirm confirm that the second guest ever on Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens Up. Only the second, really? Legendary duels. No one else That's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's a Wednesday night, it's a work, you know, it's kind of Yeah, it makes sense. It. it makes sense. Um Yo, is your mic on? Yeah, it should be. Why? Yeah, it's it's fine. Okay. No, it's fine on his end because yeah. he's got the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, no, don't worry. The first, actually, no, it, it is yeah. low. Testing. No, he's fine. Okay. And no one said anything, so I'm All sure. Right, well, people probably want me. Wait, to someone said your no, mic. People were saying Dylan's mic's on. Oh that's wait, why I'm that's asking. weird. Why? Testing. It wasn't an issue before. Casey, stop talking. <laughs> Testing. <laughs> now my mic's off. Look on it. Did you mute it? No, I did not mute it. Did I turn it on? Next to the fact you're holding it, you're not really accurately putting your. It is directional, after all. <laughs> Bow. Unless they're the whole Testing. chat is trolling us. No, I'm. Uh, it's quiet. No Testing. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm no, that just that that had it. Hello. Oh, oh, that was Kate's. Oh, that's super yeah, weird. And him talking into Kate's, which is boosted a lot. Yeah, it was much like louder. Screaming into yeah, the microphone. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's super weird. Hello. Yeah, my. What, what did you? What did you do? 
We're all good here. I mean, like Which the. Yeah, see that 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 black and oh oh come on oh god oh Test. no testing no it doesn't really help it. But you're also like all the way down here. Yeah, what happened? This oh it might have the laptop might have knocked it. When I guess when Kate moved oh, over. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Testing. Yeah, it's so well. Yeah, bring it up to yeah. <laughs> testing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. way better. Everyone got yeah. um, frightened by you yelling. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that probably happened when I pulled the thing over. Yeah. The, the cord probably got caught on it. Those levers are very sensitive. So for the second time ever on uh, Sevens Up, we will be having a guest. She that. will be joining us at the end of the season after episode 26, December 2nd. Circle it on your calendars. Circling. The special guest that will be joining us for talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up is... Drumroll, please. Entime Subs. Yeah. Uh, you probably know her because she is the reason that we are getting these episodes subbed. Um, bilingual, obviously. Yes. You can speak Japanese and English. Um, and so I've never had a, a subber on this show. I mean, there's really only been a few fan subs, subbers yeah. in the community. Right. Uh, so we are going to get the perspective of someone who does the fan subs every single week. Um, the subs that you watch on the sites like GoGo and Kiss are subbed by her. Uh, so she's going to come on, give her thoughts on Sevens, give her thoughts on why she was inspired to start subbing. Because remember, she didn't start the right show for a bit. from subbing, yeah. but there was something about this show that really pulled her to it. So I'll probably be posting on Twitter some questions if you guys want to ask her. I feel like we're basically having a, a celebrity on. Yeah, it's kind of um, crazy, honestly. It is, it is. Uh, one of definitely the more... Um, the the more like well known guests probably in the Absolutely. community because anyone that's watched the show knows who she is or right. should yeah um, because her name's she, all over yeah. it her name's all over it so and to May subs December second that's gonna be a really really fun podcast and stream and it's the end of the season so it's yeah okay. it makes sense it's gonna be great so I'm really yeah. excited for that and she will be coming on and um yeah we are all done here thank you guys all so much. For coming by, hanging out, and um, being amazing to everyone who donated, went that extra mile. It's never expected. It's always appreciated. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Kate, Cal, Nick T. Thank you guys. And uh, yeah, for everything Sevens Up, this has been Dylan. I don't know what kind of outro. <laughs> I like that. No, I like <laughs> it. This I like Dylan. it. For everything Yu Gi Oh Sevens, this has been Dylan, Kate, Kate Cal, Nick T., and Cal. the rest of the Yu Gi Oh Everything team. <laughs> And thank wow. <laughs> no, no, it was good. You didn't have to do that. Oh, okay. For everything Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens, this has been Dylan, Kate, Cal, Nick T, Cal. and the rest of the Yu-Gi-Oh Everything team. And I hope you have an amazing.